This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You're good. You got the Pilar over there in your cup, right? Yeah. You already have it, so. Rigged and ready. I was drinking Gatorade at work. But now I'm going to switcheroo. Yeah, that's lame. I'm going to do a little uh, Pilar. Yeah, I usually do Pilar straight, but today I'm going to... A little Coke in there, a little soften sugar. It, soften it up a little. Yeah, I need a little little afternoon, because we're in the... We usually do this in the morning, so we're in the afternoon now, so I need a little afternoon. Is that uh, what we're telling people? That's what we're telling people. We're te- oh, it's the afternoon? Well, yeah, that's that's the excuse we're making today, so... I mean, people drink at brunch anyway, so, you know, yeah. it's not like... Well... Know. Most of the time, well, I just poured a lot in there. Most of the time, um, oh, I did just pour a lot in there. That's okay. It's all right. Most of the time. That's it's not the Coke, Dennis. That's the room. I know. I get him confused. Like, that's okay, though, because it's Papa's Pilar, and we believe in uh, to never be a spectator. So, so I'm not spectating. I'm drinking. So, yeah, so we're here. And, um, we're here. We're here with uh, my good buddy. Yeah. Captain Chris Lemieux, right? And that's what we say on the show, right? Every now and then you just bring, you just need to bring your pals on and have a good old that's chat. That's about it, right? And not try to solve any of the world's problems and not try to... Uh, good luck with 2020 here. Yeah. You're going to need more Coke. <laughs> no, it's more rum. Than that. It's, uh, it's, all, it's all good. Let me, well, let me get the smell test here. Mm. We got no ice though. No ice. We have no ice in the studio right now. But I'll start this off by saying the you know, welcome to uh, the Connected by Water podcast presented by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Thank you. And for uh, me. Chris Lemieux will introduce you twice. And I want to kind of open this episode up with breaking some news about us. For once, um, we're moving. Ooh. Ooh. Nice. Yep. So this is brand new world breaking news. So that we're moving the studio. 
So we're leaving our western hole of Coral Springs, which, mind you, and John and I were just talking about this before the show, like at this point it makes no sense for us to be out here anymore. Like when we first you know, opened up the studio, what, seven years ago, um, it made sense because I had just quit my day job and I just needed a room to start getting this thing up and running. Mm-hmm. And now it's just undeniable, like we can't stay here anymore. So we are moving to Pompano. Growth. Growth, big time. So we're moving um, right there at the foot of the Atlantic Boulevard Bridge. Nice. Right right where the big mural is awesome. that we did. And, um, yeah, so right now we're in the middle of November. I know we have lofty goals, but we're going to have a retail up front, and we're going to run the studio out of the back. Perfect. And we're going to get that retail up and running in about two weeks. You'll really be connected by yep. water at that point. You're, like, yep. on the water. On the water. So That's awesome. It's uh, December 1st. We plan on having the retail up and running. And uh, we plan on being fully up and running and out of here completely by Jan 1. And then it's a big move for us, and we're real excited about it. And Congrats. Thanks. We awesome um, for all you guys. We were going to take, well, we are going to take a larger unit mm-hmm. in that stretch, but it needs to be built out. And then Harris and I were talking, we're like, we don't want to wait. Yeah. So we're going to take a smaller unit for now, operate it as like a pop-up store while the construction's going on with the new store. Cool. And then we'll eventually have a big grand opening and a party and all that once the new place is. You painting and fun stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So we're going to run a bunch of stuff out of there. Definitely be there. Yeah. So we're pretty excited about it. So I just wanted to lead off by saying that. Cool. Um, Congrats. We're happy about it. That's like the mode that the studio is in right now. Yeah. And so. Growth it's a is little, awesome. Yeah, a little nerve-wracking and exciting at the awesome. same time. One of the biggest, the most, I lost sleep over buying my boat. Yeah. And it was the best thing I ever did. My business has grown ever since. I literally woke up in the middle of the night like, why am I buying this 27 conch? Like, I was young. It was a lot of money. I was scared to death. and needed a ton of work. I didn't know if the motors were going to last four years or blow up in four minutes. Yeah. You know, I was just yep. scared to death. I was like, you know, am I making the wrong move? And uh, sometimes you just got to make those moves. You, know, you just got to swing for the fences. and That's work it, out. man. That's it. I mean, we could have quantified grind. this. We didn't do a lot of quantifying. We're just like, we kind of like did some numbers in our head and we're like, no. yeah, we can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's just do it. Let's that's we, good. You know, get yeah. living, get busy living or get busy dying. That's you know, it. That, that's that's, you that's our motto right jump now. Jump instead of step. Yep. Cool. I was talking to a buddy of mine, too. Um, my buddy that will rename on main remain unnamed at the moment because um, he hasn't really come kind of public with this whole thing. But he's going to be leaving his day job and do his business that he's been doing his business for a little while, but part time. And now he's going to go full on. And I was talking to him on text and he was like, oh, I'm a little nervous. I mean, you know, it's OK, but, you know, whatever. I'm just excited in the whole thing. And I'm like, I remember that moment. It's like stepping off a building yeah and you go like that and all of a sudden there's like a girder comes by and like lifts you and yeah. then you step off of that girder and then like another one keeps lifting you mm-hmm. and keeps lifting you so every time you make a move feels like you're stepping off yeah, the edge scary. you know but somehow miraculously there's always something to pick you up yeah i don't know about you but i'm the type of guy that wakes up at like two in the morning and it just starts thinking like, yep oh this there's that there's that and then Man, I just, and then all of a sudden you look over and it's like four in the morning. You're like, why am I not sleeping? And then you're just 
brain just keeps going and yep. going and going. It's mm-hmm. like, man, it's the worst when that happens. But yeah, yep. these situations, you'll I'm sure you'll lose some sleep over. But you, one day you'll be like, you know what, that was the right move. Yep. Just like every move so far has been. Look, look, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I remember. I remember when you told me you're like, I'm going full time. I'm like, really? You're like, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm like, awesome, man. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, it's cool to bring this up to you because I know you can relate. You yeah. know, and you, you got a lot riding on your business, and you know. It's just, it's interesting um, to look back on the life that was before. Mm-hmm. And when you're working for someone else or like even, I'm sure you've had jobs before the, being a firefighter and everything yeah. too. And just like you just look back on that life and to visualize where you are now, so tough back then yeah. to actually think it's going to be a reality, mm-hmm. you know, but. You know, as you go through everything and, you know, you work the day to day and you figure yeah. it out, you figure it out, yep. you know, and just, I don't know, man, it's just, we're excited. You're good. You yeah. got it. We're excited. So cheers. Complete and total faith. Yeah. You guys. Thanks for coming back on the show. This is Thanks your second time me. in the, in the fishbowl here. And, um, I was actually list- looking the other day because my recent trips to Georgia hunting, mm-hmm. it's a six hour drive. I don't have like an ever actual hour and a half to just sit down and listen to these podcasts. Mm-hmm. So my drives up to Georgia and back, boom, podcast, podcast, and actually mm-hmm. Stan and I popped up and it was n- number seven. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. It was number seven. And I looked the other day, I f- was the last, oh, with Ben Sharp. So yeah, I was 62. To, I was listening to 62 and this yeah. is 63. And I was like, dang, that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I was like, that's cool, man. Yeah. Pretty and awesome. We, and we've, we even have like, new news to break about the podcast but we can't yet we're gonna wait on that one so, well we have to all right yeah I, there's nothing i can do about it. we have to so but well oh, we will the second we're able to break that one which is we're pretty excited about that cool. too so um you know i can't cannot wait to um announce what that is so <laughs> but we're pretty excited about it little nice. hint there cheers cheers um so yeah so yeah you know God, when we first started the podcast, I really think that people just thought I was nuts, you know, because they're just like, why are you doing this? Like, I I heard that like so many times and my answer truthfully was, I want to. Yeah. That's it. That was really the only reason why. And, you know, it's just, it was a good time. I mean, when I'm painting, there's like long hours of just like, you listen to music and I started getting into listening to the podcast and the more I listened to the podcast, I was like. I want to do one. Not mm-hmm. like I could do that. I'm like, yeah. I want to do one, yeah. you know, just for fun. Yeah. Bringing in all my friends, especially being out here in Coral Springs, it's kind of, you're kind of far away from everyone. And I was working so many hours. I wasn't getting to see like my, my buddies anymore. Yeah. Like, you know, having, I'm like, telling you what, I'm not driving from Boynton to here to see you. I love you. I know. That's, <laughs> Dude, it's a trip. <laughs> it's 45 minutes to get here. And yeah. I was late because of traffic. I'm like, man, you need to be like, <laughs> when you said you're moving east now, I'm like, whew. Yeah. I go see you all the time now. Yeah. So just right at 95 Atlantic right there. All right. So, awesome. but the, um, yeah, the, the cool thing is, is I, I still can't believe I look back on all the episodes that we've done so far. Yeah. Wild. Like the support that we've gotten for this show has just been incredible. Like from just family and friends and just people coming on and mm-hmm. giving us their time and just hanging out and just having fun with it. Yeah. You know, and I got to really like give, give shout outs to like all the people that do come from up north. You know, like you yeah. guys driving in and like Rufus driving in and George God's driving in and stuff like that. And it's Art a and Skip coming on all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just really means so much, you yeah. know. 
And we I, have fun. We have yeah, fun. I've listened to all of them. Like I said, I've, lately I've been driving to North Carolina, and I went to North Carolina for a week, and that's a 12-hour drive. And then going to Georgia, I'm like, I, you can only listen to music so long. And yeah. You can. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and I learned stuff like Ben, I love Ben Sharp. Nicest that was guy a great episode, you, wasn't it? was, it? man. And I never knew that stuff about him. Like, you know, you learn stuff about people. It's pretty cool. And mm-hmm. you know, his military thing. And he was, you know, he's talking about all this. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's really what we wanted to do with the show because I didn't feel that the world needed another fishing show. Yeah. And that's not me anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm not you. You know what I mean? I'm not on the water all the time like you. I love to fish. I've fished my whole life. But there's a difference between guys like me and guys like you. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. What the hell am I going to do sitting here talking about a fishing show? You know, no, but, but I love the culture and yeah. all my friends are fishermen. And it's like, I just want to like, and I know them to be like insanely interesting people. Right. And so that's what I wanted people to see. I can't paint. I mean, I can't draw a stick figure guy, let alone, you know what I mean? So it's fine. I mean, While we're all here. We have our purpose. Right, right. Yeah, we all have our purpose. And and um, like John, John, the, the only reason he's here is to catch snook. <laughs> he's a and snook killer. He's a snook killer. <laughs> no lie, they needed guy. Yeah, right here, right here. It. This Slays is John's him, contribution. And then to the show. editing films and doing his stuff. He's yeah. awesome. He's yeah. the man. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's another thing too. When we're at the new place, I was telling John, I'm like, he said we can that's fish why all the time. That's why I wanted to move there. <laughs> that's why I moved yeah. there. <laughs> Guy, I'll be there before I get to work at like four in the morning, casting yeah, jigs yeah. with the light of the bridge there. Yeah, he's this gonna snook guy is dedicated, man. We're gonna need a fridge Jeez. just for John. I used to do it, but not the extent you guys do. Yeah, I mean, you guys like I went with Chris Meek a handful of times, and he was he's a strict live bait fisherman for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah, man, dedication, all the same guys always. You know, you see, you running them yep. all the time, yep. dude. I went gator hunting with Meek. That dude's an animal, he's psycho. <laughs> my that's why he's my buddy. Like nonstop, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's like five in the morning, oh, yeah. and we're like, like we've been standing, we we've been out since like three in the afternoon, and it's like five in the morning, and like me and BB, like we're just sitting there in the boat, like sitting down, like BB like turns to me at one point, it's like, man, I hope he just hope he wants to go soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, we got another tag left. No, yeah, yeah. he's crazy, and he's out there just fluff the bow, yeah, like going to- nuts. I don't know if I said this, but I think I said it last time, but we used to go commercial fish. Me and him commercial fish for many years together. He worked yeah. with me. He would run my boat if I couldn't go, and we just were together, and we were unstoppable. He was yeah. the only person I can get on my boat and go fish for fish, kingfish or mackerel or whatever we were doing. And we would fish for 12, 15 hours, 12, 15-hour days. Commercial fishing's no joke. I mean, any right. of these guys, Art Sapp used to do it. Well, you know, yeah. all the guys we used to do it. look at Thomas with the sharks, too, yeah. that he deals with. Like, it's 12, 15-hour days, yeah. if not more sometimes. Well, we'd get off the boat. I'm exhausted. Like, I love fishing. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's my passion. Chris would leave, and he'd get in his truck. and never found it. He had a single-cab little Ford F-150. And his snook rods lived in there. Even mm-hmm. if the window is cracked that long, yep. the bridge rods are there, and you'd see the tips. I'm like, you're going snook fishing after fishing. He's like, yeah. He'd be at my house sometimes at, like, 3 in the morning. I'm like, what are you just like? Oh, snook fish, man. I just, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Worked out good for me. I ate snook all the time. I'm like, mm-hmm. what you got in there? He's a chunk of that. He's an animal, man. He does not stop. We're supposed to go up to Jupiter soon and Get some of those snookasauruses up there. Oh yeah, but it's awesome. Yeah, you know, he keeps saying like, yeah, yeah. When I when next week maybe next week maybe. And then, so big. Look at him. He was just in Mag Bay. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, all right, you just let me know. Yeah. But, you know, you go we'll up there see. with the croaker deal. That stuff's crazy, man. They're all 
40 plus inch breeders i mean they're it's fun to do it's mm-hmm. you know, yeah it's a different ball game than you know the jig snook bridge guys yeah but it's cool to see you know every snook you're catching is 20 plus yeah. you know 30 pounds you're like yeah it's pretty cool yeah i mean i don't know man i just i can't wait to this really i mean i was really truthful when i said that. i can't wait till we get to the new location yeah we're just gonna oh. just walk the beach like all day long yeah. and, you know right after work or like before work get there early or something you know on a calm day maybe do like a little podcast on you know mm-hmm. like i can only catch so much bass out here yeah <laughs> i mean it's seriously i mean it's like okay another peacock. it's fun with the kids they say, now yeah. when the kids want to go fishing i'll take them bass fishing and they enjoy it and it's a good time mm-hmm. we do that but it's easy for me to go by myself at this point i do enough of that with the kids yeah so i don't know you get with me what's it What's that? You need to come with me one of these days. I do need to go with you. You're busy. I'm busy. That's the problem. We're all busy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, man. It's like, you know, I, I, I'm i so married to the studio right now. It's not even funny. Like, we're at the point where it's like a have to be. And for, you know, just getting out and fishing is really, really a tall task for me at this yeah. point. But um, we'll get there. Once we get up and running with the new place and you know hit our stride there and hopefully get some more time for myself. But. And we're just so so busy right now. It's not yeah. even no problem. Yeah. By the way, Ulf wants his shirts. I talked to him today. <laughs> he wants his shirt. Yeah. He hey, Ulf. <laughs> How you doing, he's buddy? Like, Is he coming back? Yeah. He's like, oh, I see you're going to see Dennis. Well, he was going in January. We had like a ten day trip planned on his boat, doing mm-hmm. everything. Lockdown. Uh, again. Boat looks awesome. Yep, they're locked down. He said they locked down two days ago there in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said they're he said they're talking about three weeks or some yeah. crazy stuff. So yeah, yeah we um, had to make one change on his design that he wanted to make, and then, oh, okay. then it's done. There you so, go. Yeah, he was just asking you want me to give you a hard time. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. He should give me a hard time. <laughs> it's all good. I yeah. love you all. I do. <laughs> was Michael calling the Viking? Yeah, the Viking. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, those guys are funny on the water. It's been blowing for you guys. Oh, man, let's not talk about 2020. <laughs> I mean, this has been a bad month for bad month. No, I'm just saying, like, really, with the weather. Yeah, like, especially. No. Uh, well, that's the thing, you know. Um, you know, the charter business got shut down from COVID originally. Mm-hmm. Um, in I mean, any charter guy in pretty much South Florida, anywhere, I think, could tell you at least around here, for our busiest time of year is March. April, mm-hmm. like right to yeah, Easter, that April, March, yeah. April, you know, March, April, May, I would say is our busiest. And uh, I got shut down, like, I think it was a 20 something in Palm Beach County. I don't know. I ran a couple yeah. of last trips, but I canceled, I think it was 26 charters. <sighs> wow. You know, just to COVID. And then after that, it just. It's a lot of cash. Was, yeah. No, it, it was tough. And uh, it, it is what it is. And then now this weather between the rain yep. and the wind and it just won't stop i'm like mm-hmm. somebody flipped the switch on the fan man it's just yep. i'm over it you know it was nice this past weekend and unfortunately i've the figures the weekend i'm gone i'm, I'm hunting it's what nice. were you hunting for deer in georgia deer yep yeah i Skating? love it yeah shot a nice doe saw the biggest buck i've ever seen in my life and pretty sure I, I had a mini stroke watching this thing and uh unbelievable deer and uh, he was chasing this doe and just kept going. And he had one thing on his mind, just like when guys yeah, 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 yeah. in his mind. So you weren't I, able to get him in? I grunted at him to try to get him to stop. I don't know if you watch hunting shows or anybody that hunts. Like, I grunted at him twice, couldn't stop. I finally just got to the point where I'm like, I yelled at him, hey! And he didn't even stop. He didn't skip a beat. <laughs> like, he was on this doe's tail, and he was going. I'm like, and 
I watch him. He yelled at him? Yeah, I yelled at him. Hey, hey. And usually they'll like, at least for a split second, go like, what was that? And then you can get a shot off. Yeah. Yeah, this deer didn't, nothing. Really? Uh, I was going to throw my gun at him at one point. But he was just, he was like in this, like not no clearing. And there was like one lane and was like, all right, he's walking to this lane. And I had my gun ready and I'm like, all right, when he gets to this lane, I watched him for 15 minutes in the woods chasing this doe, and all mm-hmm. I see is just rack and this 230, 40 pound deer. Nice, just go. I mean, it was awesome. Wow. So, I mean, for people that don't know hunt, guys that do, you know, the adrenaline rush is not mm-hmm. like for 15 minutes. I felt like my heart was in my jugular yep. veins. So it's just do 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 do. That's adrenaline. what Harris says. Like, so oh. see, I've never, I've only been gator hunting. Yeah, I've never really. I want to go hunting, it's, but I just never had the opportunities. But it's awesome. But Harris goes hunting, right? So. Yeah. So I was supposed to go with him to Tennessee last month, but I couldn't make it because mm-hmm. here. I just said before about being married to here, so I'm like, nah, I'm not going to be able to get away. And, and he understands. He's my partner. So he's like, all right, I get it, you know, whatever. I was supposed to go up with him. I'm going to go turkey hunting up in Tennessee in March, I guess, mm-hmm. whenever we go. And um, so that's probably going to be my first, like, dry yeah. land hunting that's a experience. Good, that's a good one to get into. And then, it's exciting. Um, but this one they went on was deer hunting and um, – but he tells me that when he's scoping up oh. and he sees a deer, it's like his legs start shaking. Yeah, like Seriously. He's, he's, you know, and yep. I'm like, wow, really? He's oh, like, yeah, he's, he likes it better than get, fishing. Well, and, you know, I love fishing. Don't get me wrong, obviously. Yeah. But I fish like 200 days a year at this mm-hmm. point, if not more sometimes. I don't just this year, no, <laughs> but whatever. Fish like 200 days a year. So it doesn't have its, you know, certain situations get get me excited still, but you know, catching getting into school a dolphin just doesn't do it for me anymore. I've caught mm-hmm. thousands of minutes at this point. But like when I go hunting, like it's a true adrenaline rush like no other. I mean, it just yeah. gets you going. So I mean, even I didn't get to shoot that deer. Just even just to see him in his element, just chasing that doe was awesome. Yeah, and it's just that, just that rush. I heard a funny story recently. Funny, funny hunting story. Um, well, I guess it, it's funny depending on maybe what your views on the world are, but so a good friend of mine, I'm not going to name his name because it's bad, um, but you know who he is. I'll tell you who he is later off about the show, right? We don't want to do that to him? said, no, we can't do it. It's his brother, which I know his brother too, right? His brother bought a bunch of land in some region in North Florida. We'll just call it some region, right? He bought a lot of land, and he built a cabin on this land, and he wants to start hunting. Right, so it's like, all right, he don't never hunted before a day in his life. He just wants to start hunting, and he's a little older than me. And um, he shoots a doe. His first <laughs> fourteen pounds. Stop. And I'm like, what? Did it have spots? What? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and I go to my bread. I go to my buddy. I'm like, he shot a puppy. And he goes, yeah, he shot a puppy. That's basically, I'm like, that's horrible. I'm like, what did he say? And he goes. Oh, it looked bigger before I shot it. Well, I I'm guess like, there's bad. One, I guess 14 you can pounds. Go, you can only go from there. <laughs> so oh, I was geez. really proud of my wife this past week. She hunted with me in the beginning, and last year she was with me when I shot a doe. And she's like, I, I think I want to try it next year. I'm like, whatever, babe. You want to you want to go for it? Try it. So we went to the range, sighted in a rifle, like got her dialed in. She was crushing it at 130 yards. We put four-inch clays, like, Plays mm-hmm. out there just crushing him. I'm like, you're good. You got ready. this. You're ready. <laughs> like, if anything walks out. So we put her in a stand. 
she sees more deer than all of us put together. The first, first night, she's like, yeah, I saw, That's how it goes, right? I saw four does and this, and I saw a little buck, and then there was this huge pig, and he had, like, balls this big. I'm like, always shoot the pig. The guy's property we're on, he's a, a con farmer. Okay. Yeah. So he's, like, hates the pigs. Hates like, just pigs. like everybody else in Florida, they tear up their property. Right. So he's like, you have a buck, you have a doe, and you have a... a Big boar, would you, a big buck, a doe, and a boar. What do you shoot first? He's like, always the pig, always the pig. That's his deal, you know? Mm-hmm. So my wife's telling us this pig that one of the guys down the street shot one that was like 150, 200 pounds. She's like, oh, the one I saw was twice that. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so she said he stopped, but she was nervous. You know, it was her first time hunting. So she, right. she saw all the stuff. She didn't pull the trigger. Well, last morning Sounds there. like she could have shot him in the balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she could have actually. Well, she said she saw him. I'm like, you should have shot him right in the back end. She's like, I didn't have a good shot. We're like, listen, pigs, we don't care. Just shoot him wherever. Yeah. And it is what it is. It was funny. And then the last day, we put her in a stand. And uh, I'm sitting in mine, and I hear from that area. And my buddy was kind of close. So I'm like, huh. I was like, all right. So later on, I went back to camp like a little bit later, and my buddy was over there. He's like, well, if she shoots something or hears something, I'll go find her. Well, she had a deer. She shot it and everything. I was so proud of her. All by herself? All by herself. No one with stand. her? Nope. Nobody oh, with good her for by her. herself. Yeah. Christina, good job. it, And I was nice. proud. Like, sweet shot, everything. And uh, it was awesome because she said she got down from the stand, and she saw a little blood, but she followed it to, like, it got to these briars. And I don't know if oh, you know. Oh, she tracked it? Yeah, she tracked it. But I don't know if you know briars. It's basically like a thorny rose bush but like thick so she got yeah. there and she's like i'm gonna wait for the guys you know and mm-hmm. she's like i'm not going in there so yes it was it wasn't a giant doe but i'm like listen it's your first deer shoot it you know you well, she always did it without someone next to her guiding yeah. her to do it yeah hey those does taste better than anything anyway so it was pretty cool yeah good for her yeah. man yeah yeah that's awesome so she had mixed feelings in the beginning she's like oh, i kind of felt bad for him like babe we're gonna you know we we eat it. I'd imagine right. that happens the first away. time, right? Yeah, it's not going away. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, the first yeah. time I shot a deer, I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I've killed a lot. Yeah. Of, I mean, not to be. Weird, I, mean, I didn't feel I've that way about my first gator, but. No. Yeah, that's there. I've killed <laughs> I never, a lot. I never. I have no mercy for those things. I yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. I have no mercy for gators. Yeah. When I shot my moose a few years ago, people were like, oh, did you feel bad? I'm like, not really. It's like it fed six family. Like, that's a all thing. My, you know, fed six of our family members from mm-hmm. Canada and. Everybody had moose meat, and, you know, nothing goes to waste, you know. I don't mind killing something as long as it gets used. Well, that's how you explain it out, right? I mean, hey, you're going to buy it from Publix. The people that judge you, to me in my eyes, the people that judge you for killing a deer, and they're like, oh, yeah, I can't believe you killed a deer. And they're the ones that are sitting there buying organic meat at Whole Foods, paying double. Well, sorry about it. You're doing the work yourself. You're doing the work yourself. The deer I just shot was about as organic as it gets. I mean, that thing eats corn, pecans, Whatever you know, so you're you doing the there. work yourself, man. There's this yeah. no. I mean, there is. I don't, I don't want to say there's no difference than you know, yeah. harvesting your own animal to like because there is yeah. a difference. There's more of a difference yeah. for the one that harvests it. Yeah, well, a certain amount of pride and you know, yeah, it's fun. I love sitting in a tree. No like, how do you there. sit in a tree for eight hours a day? I'm like, it doesn't rock. It doesn't move. Yeah, like, it doesn't get rough one day. Yeah, but your ass might, you know, the worst thing is when it rains. But other than that. Mm-hmm. It's awesome to sit out there. I saw I saw all kinds of cool stuff. You know, you go to Canada every year for that trip, right? I do. I go moose hunting every year, but I didn't go this past year. COVID again. Thank you. Right, twenty twenty right. got me. Oh, ruined a lot. I, yeah, yeah, ruined so, a lot for a lot of people. Uh, yeah, a lot of so, plans. Um, I was supposed to go um, to Nova Scotia with Andy. Oh, that's the trip. I well, I'm going to go yeah. next year with him. Yeah, but I was, you know, that's one of my. He calls me trip. up. He's like, "Ain't happening." Yeah. Like, oh. 
Yeah, that's one of my bucket list yeah. trips is the – I could have gone, but you, so you you had to go to Canada, quarantine for 14 days, then go hunting. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, well, this was September. I told Christina, I'm like, yeah, babe, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll be gone for two weeks plus. I'll go for another week and a half hunting. She's like – Yeah. <laughs> my wife's like, <laughs> yeah, three nah. Weeks, three weeks. <laughs> Sorry about yeah. it. She's like, yeah, no. So – yeah, I don't know who you I think you are, but yeah. this is who you are now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, which is fine. I didn't want to go that long anyways. I have a life and I have to work. I mean, the bluefins are September. Yeah. So it, when September rolled around, Canada was, didn't uh, let, wasn't letting the yeah, United States in. Yeah, so. they're like, nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we'll get them next year. Hey, that's it. You know. be more next year. Yeah, it'll be more next year. So well, I'm thing, looking forward to it. charter guys got hurt there, too. That's their fishery. Mm-hmm. Nobody could travel there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but to go with Andy, that's that's the way to go. Yeah, and to go anywhere with Andy, really, but and do anything, but um, yeah, but for especially for blue fins, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to yeah. go to that Canada trip with you one time. Moose? I know I've never hunted before, but I'll do Man, it. You got to go to the gym before you go there. We walk like ten miles a day in the sticks. It's like I'm trying to say that's awesome. I'm just saying you're a little. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just you're saying not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I have you're to get wrong. my cardio up before I go because. <laughs> The first time I went, I looked at my cousin. And I got back at lunch. Like we go in the middle of the day. I got back. I like. I was done, man. I was like, man, this is so much work. Yeah, but it's fun. It's cool. You walk around the woods. I mean, I you know, deer and everything. Canada has to offer just yeah. awesome. It's in. It's in the fall. Mm-hmm. The leaves are always changing. We don't get to see that here. Yeah, no, it sounds. So pretty. you're in the middle of Canada in the woods, you know, and it's my cousin's property, so mm-hmm. it's really. Oh, cool. it's your cousin's property. Yeah. Oh, even better. Cousins, uncles, it's all. Oh, my God. There's one little strip that we. No wonder you go every year. Yeah. No, it's awesome. I do that, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. And there's one little strip of property between my one cousins and my other cousins that we lease from the guy. So we could just, instead of going around, we just walk through. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. I mean, my cousin works for the forestry division up there. And they went in there in the woods with, like, bulldozers and made these, like, lakes, like, moose habitats mm-hmm. just to attract them. It's pretty neat. That's awesome. Don't you yeah. guys use the ATVs and all that? No, because they're, well, just to get to where we're going to walk. But them. Yeah, you'll spook them. Yeah, you'll spook them, right? Uh, people are like, oh, moose. They see moose, like, in Maine when they see them on the side of the road. They're smart. Those things will wreck you, won't they? Oh, so when I shot mine. Yeah. Listen, blackout mode, stroke, hard in the. Thing. I mean, this thing, it was 765 pounds dressed, gutted. So add another. 765? Yeah, dressed, gut, you know, gutted. Yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, it's like, it's, I mean, it's huge. I mean, it, it towers me by a lot. Right. Well, I see this cow moose running out. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm, I'm like, so my cousin put me, he's like, stay here. I'll go around and we'll kind of work this area. They usually hang around here. Well, I see this cow running out when you're not allowed to shoot cows. You're only allowed to shoot bulls Oops. in Canada. She runs out, and I'm like, all right. She had a calf with her, which was pretty cool. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, mom and a calf. And then I hear this crashing behind her. I'm like, I look, and same thing, rut. He got one thing on his mind. Mm-hmm. He's chasing her. So he runs out. She runs, like, by this bush, and he quarters. And I, I run at him. They do, like, a like a thing. So I did that, like, another bull moose. I went, Bruh. and he stopped and turned and, dude, I shot. And I was cr- shooting with a crossbow. I shot him at 20 yards. With a bow? With a crossbow. So I, I wasn't into bow hunting then because it was like four years ago. Now I got into bow hunting more, but I was sort of shot him with my crossbow. Wasn't the greatest shot. We tracked him for like a mile. Find him. He's not completely dead. The thing hops up. So my family's French Canadian, but my, my cousin goes, moose. The thing jumps up. Oh, shit. 
because he thought it was dead the way it was laying, yeah. jumps up, charges us, and the one kid behind me, one kid had a, he had his bow ready to go and shot it as it was running at us and landed like 50 feet. I mean, it came at us, and we're, when your cousins. He charged that, you. When, yeah, when my cousins oh, man. are telling me, you know, that they'd been moose hunting forever, you know? Yeah. And they were moose hunting when I was a kid, and I used to go up there. When they're grabbing me, by the shirt and they're like run to throw I'm the like, hockey gloves yeah. off and they're like <laughs> and they're like never don't run away always hide behind a tree yep. they get, so i hid behind this tree and this thing from here to you ran by me and the kid shot it and it landed like 50 feet and it was pretty crazy. much dead when it ran it was just like this There's last, nail, last like, nail in the yeah, coffin was, kind of thing yeah but it was the coolest experience i'll show you the pictures after i mean it was yep. so cool yeah, yeah, we'll have yeah. to. Yeah, you guys send them the giant. Yeah, throw them up. Put, it was it was it was an awesome experience. And talk about you want to talk about adrenaline rush? I pooped myself. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that's a big, very very that's cool. a big beast. Oh yeah, it was cool. So, I've heard those stories about like about like moose like being oh, real aggressive. Yeah, they were. It, this one was. He was pissed. I mean, he walked for a mile bleeding, and he was about done. I mean, that that shot I was not proud of. Yeah. But I mean, it would have. If we would have went a little later, we would have found him. It would have been yeah. gone, but it just made him suffer a little bit, which I have, don't like. Did he have big balls like the pig? Giant, <laughs> unbelievable animal. Giant. I didn't. I didn't shoot him in the balls though. <laughs> I caught him right in the shoulder, but a little bit too far forward. Too so, much bone. Yeah, just too much shoulder blade, man. They're yeah. big. I'll show you the first shot, and in the picture you can see where the first shot is, and see yeah. where the second shot is, and second shot got him. Just, I mean, it just he didn't go far, but. Yeah, that's cool, crazy. Cool when, you, you probably, when you heard them say run, you probably freaked out. Oh, yeah. It was wild, but it was cool. Yeah, cousins are awesome. We go there, and then after that, that was like 8 o'clock, 8.30, and by, I think it was almost 9 when we found him. Mm -hmm. But the first thing we do when we find him, they start dr field dressing him. So you have this, you're trying to manipulate with four or five guys this 600-pound animal in the woods to gut it, and the guts weigh 200 pounds. It was, it was crazy. And uh, then they get four wheelers. So you're gutting them right there, right? Yeah, right there, because my cousins are huge on on getting the guts out because there's a lot of heat that holds in that body cavity. Right. So they gut them and dress them right away. And in Canada, it was cold. I mean, it was like 20 or something. Mm -hmm. So then, and then they cut the the, the sternum, spread it, spread it open, and you watch the steam just pour out of there, and the meat's like pristine. Right. Um. They're huge on that. So, and then they get the four wheelers and they got this crazy trailer with a winch on it. And first thing that comes out is beers and you start drinking it. And yeah. it, once there's a kill, man, they, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. They I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah. So drinking you, beers um, at 9 a.m., I was shot by about noon, one o'clock. We're <laughs> hanging this thing by the tractor. I'm like, yeah. Oh, man, twisted eye, but it was fun. Cool you ever see any bears up there while you're out? Yeah, there's some black bears. Black bears, yeah. yeah. Nothing crazy big, yeah. no grizzlies or anything wild like that. But there are some black bears, you know, a couple hundred pounds. My my yeah. cousin's actually This near Montreal? Yep. Yeah, yeah, just uh, literally on the other side of the Vermont, uh, New Hampshire border. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, some of the property, if we, my uncle's property, if we hunted on there, which is across the highway, which is like a different zone, which is weird, mm -hmm. We actually, if we walk too far, we'll be... In Vermont, or in I think it's Vermont. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're right, right on the border. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So it's pretty cool. Cool. They're all dairy farmers, and uh, my one cousin does produces maple syrup, produces about ten thousand gallons really? of maple syrup a year. Yeah, I'll have to bring you a can. It's unbelievable. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Mm -hmm. I have to share that with Romberg too. <laughs> to make he calls, so we tell Jenny is from. Uh, Rochester, like Buffalo oh, okay. area, so we always call her Canadian. Yeah, like they'll make fun of her because like they're like, hey, because she's like whatever. 
Anyway, we do it just to make fun of her. I like so it. Romberg comes in on the show, and he's from Ontario, right? I think. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he said. And then, um, so we always, always make fun of Romberg, just saying, oh, we're going to private label some maple syrup and use you as a spokesperson and all that, but. It's, it's nice for me to make fun of the NFL center that can yeah. like completely crush me. It's yeah. a cool thing to do every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. You ever, you ever go hunting? I I haven't gone in a while. I want to go do some filming. Actually, um, yeah. you ever do any elk or mule deer hunting? I have not. No, That's like would be my next. Yeah. you know, go out. I've been watching a lot of shows on it. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, same thing. A lot of you have to almost train. Yeah. to go. I mean, we walk. It's a lot of miles moving. in the woods, like. Miles in the woods is not miles on a treadmill or anything like that. It is like you're in in and out of swamp, especially for the moose. They're very like swampy right. type animal. Yeah. So at least for that, and then the elk is up in the mountains. Like you're you know trekking over rock and yeah, it's really cool hunt. Um, you know, a lot of guys do it, and I haven't been out there and done it yet, but one day. It's it funny. I'll time. ask. I'll ask Andy, you know, because he goes all these exotic places mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, I'm like, oh, are you gonna take me with you next time? And he just kind of looks at me and like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like in the back of his head, he's like, "Hey, you're not ready for that." Yeah. But he's probably right. He's right. It's, yeah. It's it's uh it's cool just because you're out in nature. I mean, more than anything, people you like, oh, you know, it's not all about killing. Right. right. It's out. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. I don't. I don't have this thirst to kill. I mean, yeah. No. Really, and yeah. It, even my mom, people ask me all the time, like, you, you don't kill that much. I'm like, you know how much I let walk. Right. Like to me. I'll even mess with them. I'll have a deer right under my stand, and I'll be like, ding, He'll yell ding, at ding. him. Like, well, yeah, that one I yelled at because I wanted to kill him. That thing, trust me, if I would have hey, got his off it, he would catch the game last that week. That one I wasn't messing with. That one I was. That one I wanted dead. I wanted to touch those big old yeah. antlers and be right there. But uh, I tell you, man, it's uh, kind. Of, it's kind of strange when when you yell at a deer. Yeah, right? trust me. I got to that point. You know. Yeah. But yeah, you know what a, else is strange? Hmm. Our strange, question, our strange questions. Our strange questions. I like it. <laughs> our, I figured you were waiting for. Yeah. Uh, when I now now John knows when I'm doing that, so he starts laughing ahead of time. So last week I was like, "Yeah, it's fucking strange." Yeah, it's strange. <laughs> what are you like? Isn't that strange, John? You like wasn't like getting on it. So, so um, we got our strange questions lined up for Captain Chris Lemieux. Oh gosh. Right, and we got the Facebook ones, and you got the Instagram ones. Yeah, I posted something on my Instagram just yep. to see if we could get a couple more. Anyway. So we'll we'll just go we'll go we'll go one for one here. Then you do one, I'll do one. All right. All right. So I got Paul Fasolo. Yep. Right, Captain Hammer. Right, Captain Hammer. He asks, "What's the number one rule when venturing offshore in search of dolphin?" and who instilled the importance of having it ready before you encounter the fish? He always brings that one up. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what that one is, so you so, let me know. Captain Hambone, if anybody is in near Boynton Beach, the boat's been there forever. He's Captain Paul Fasolo, Hammer. They just call him Hammer, Hammer Time Sport Fishing. Mm-hmm. Is the first charter boat I ever worked on. I was just turned 15. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, that's cool. I was in high school. Um, I was working at a local tackle shop. And he used to come in there, buy bait, you know, just like every other charter guy come in, buy this, buy that. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm looking for another mate. You know, you want to come part time? I can teach you whatever. I'm like, heck, yeah. You know, you're 15. You know, this guy that's, that's cool, the man. local charter boat. And at the time, there wasn't a lot of charter boats. It was like hammer. You know, now there are a lot of charter boats, it seems like. I f- it's just crazy. I mm-hmm. feel like everybody's starting a charter business. But that's just maybe because I'm in the thing. But um, 
so Hammer goes, hey, you want to come fishing? So it was like a weekend. I was off of school or was off. It was a summer maybe. And he's like, I'm like, yeah. So I started fishing with him. And uh, the guy knows GPS. Those, those old guys don't use GPS. Right, yeah. They they, just every know. tower, every building, every this, line this up, line that up. I mean, mm-hmm. we caught some fish. We, we and him together, like, he was fun. And, you know, I learned a ton, wrapping wire, rigging this, rigging that. Um, you know, a lot of old school techniques, but still work today. Planer fishing, mm-hmm. you know, um, instead of braid, like everybody uses now, planer fishing. We used Monel wire back then, mm-hmm. but it got bites. We caught tons of wild, tons of kings. I mean, you know, fishing was obviously better back then. I was 15. I was, I was, yeah, it wasn't as ago. nearly as much pressure as yeah. there is today. Yeah, it was basically 20 years ago at yeah. this point. Um, so the, the co- going back to his question, we, we're going offshore one day and we'd always put them out right. I mean, Boynton's like kind of like here in lighthouse point, you put them out and you're basically in the zone. So we'd right. put out and we'd catch, you know, sometimes even if you put the lines out in 50 foot of water, just trolling, we'd catch these giant kudas. Well, you, some people you have on the boat at charters, they don't care if they catch a, if it's, it's a like kuda or a wahoo. Yeah. They love the kudas. Long yeah. silver head. No, the customers do. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Customers do. So we always used to put it out and get piled on by these giant 30, 20, 30, 40 pound kudas. And they loved it. So we always put it out. One day, he always said, Chris, get pit. You always have a pitch rod ready. Always have pitch rods ready. Spinning rods. Always. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> so stupid. I didn't have it ready that day. We get jumped on by that school dolphin. And like, nice fish. Right. In like 60 foot of water right off the inlet. <laughs> like, just came out of the inlet. Just put, I mean, I just put the outrigger, the baits in the outrigger clips. I look back and there's dolphin. There's a whole school. No pitch rod. No pitch rod. And it was like not ready. Had like this crappy little jig on it because we were using it for something else. And he was just, mm-hmm. and he, he had a way of telling you and he used to stomp. He had it. So he had this, if you ever seen Hammer's boat, he, so he has this platform with a little tower and a little bridge up there. We got done with the flurry. Should have caught double what we had double easily stomp he'd stomp on the wood on the thing so and i'd go up on the stand up on the gull and talk to him he goes what do you think about that pitch rod <laughs> like damn it i knew he's gonna say it he's like that's why you have the pitch rod ready yep. he didn't like make a huge deal about it but ever since then he always brings that up yeah. he's like yeah. always have and ever since then if you come on my boat there's five spinning rods on the port side I'm the type of guy put the same rods on the same place every time because when something goes to happen, mm-hmm. you're not running around searching for a rod. Like I even get to the point where I put my hooks yeah. on the same spot of the guide on the on the frame. Like yeah. so it's the same spot every time. So when I do it, it doesn't matter which rod it's on. It's I like always clockwork. know it's like clockwork. It's pull the hook yeah. off the same spot. Yep. This rods are right there and it's just boom, 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 boom. And Listen, little things you learn. Look, that's it. And the guy, the guy sounds like he was a mentor to you, right? He was absolutely. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, I think it's really in the repertoire of the mentor. Yeah. To always have that one thing on you mm-hmm. that they constantly uh, remind you of, the and they'll just like they'll just like maybe like rub yeah. your shoulder and just remind you every now and yeah. then, just kind of give you a little wink and a little twinkle because yeah. they know they got that yeah. on you. Yeah, he's he's been an awesome support system though. I mean, I started my own charter business. He was never that guy that was like. You know, a lot of these guys get sour, hate on you. Oh, you're trying to start, you know, steal my business. I do a completely different. He doesn't kite fish. You know, he's older school. He does a lot of trolling, does a lot of bottom fishing, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, so he's, you know, he's always, you know, been 
awesome with me, you know, helping me out. Nice. And we still talk to this day. Hey, what's going on over there, Hammer? Da, 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 you you know, need so. guys like that in your life. Yeah, man. he's cool. He's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So very cool. Yep. All right, you're so. up. Well, who's next? Oh, well, this guy I think's been on here, Carl Schachter. The Schachter, all shacked up. All shacked up. So this thing. So he goes, why can't you catch any swords? <laughs> bitch. And the bitch is in all caps. Mm-hmm. Okay. And where 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 does the uh, the bitch term come from? So we went sort. So Lam- Mike Landris, Michael Landris, yeah. and, you know, if anybody follows me, a p- ton of the pictures, the awesome pictures I post were from him. He The guy is an awesome photographer. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal photographer. Hemingway enthusiasts. Hemingway enthusiasts. Even a couple Hemingway look-alike contests. Yep. If, if from He's Rock. been on the show. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Plagic imagery. Yep. Great photographer. Great oh, yeah. guy. Great friend. Yep. He Absolutely. should have been on with us today. Yep. Yep. He was but busy. he has refrigerator problems. Refrigerator problems <laughs> stopped him from being here. Uh, you know, the retired guy problem. You yeah, know, you, know. you know. It's this big thing for the week. He all can't day, leave. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, what? nothing to do and all day to do it. I'd say right? 100%. So... Uh, a couple people backed out of a sword trip, and we were, he was looking for two guys to go sword fishing. Um, so Carl actually jumped on, and one of Carl's buddies, I forget who, it was a while ago. I, I barely remember what I fished for last week, let alone that trip. Right. But I remember yeah. that trip because it was funny. So fished all day. Forget the jug on for the jug rod like a dummy. Like mm-hmm. so I'm like, all right, whatever. Dude. We've, I've fished two tip rods before. Just fish the one on the port, one on the you know, starboard mm-hmm. side. It's not a big deal. So second tip rod, the shallower tip rod, boom, gets a bite. Finally, at the end of the day, fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. Thing comes on ungl- like you unclip the lead. I mean, I don't know how many stories people can tell you about sword fishing where mm-hmm. you're right there and you unclip the lead, and right after you unclip the lead, you see him. Well, that's when it really starts. Yeah. yeah. So Fish came unglued. Or ends. So or ends. Or ends. Exactly. Well, that's that's yeah. when the fight, the, the actual fight yeah. begins, right? So. so, you know, Mike was on the moat, and we might, may or may not, he may or may not have a, had a couple adult beverages <laughs> at the end of the day. You know, sword fishing, listen, it's a drinking sport. You mean to tell me the Hemingway enthusiast had a couple drinks? He might have had a drink or two. Yeah. So, listen, if anybody's been sword fishing... We say it all the time. It's like watching paint dry, but the yep. difference between that paint dry and paint actually eventually dries. Sometimes mm-hmm. I've stared at the rod all day, and it just doesn't happen. And I don't know why I'm obsessed with it. I don't know why everybody is. It's the most boring and irritating fishing, but it is addicting. Is that like when it's you catch the reward one, is so great. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Right. You can go out and catch that thing. Yep. Or you can go out and catch a fifty pounder. You mm-hmm. know. So. Um, when you bring so, that beast over the gunnel. I mean, yeah, absolutely. It's just addicting. So Mike's calling Carl a bitch at some point. He's mm-hmm. like, so, I don't remember how it came up or what, but he called. And he, the way he said it, it was like, yeah, you little. I know Carl. Man. I mean, it's easy oh. to get to that point. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure oh, yeah. I can, he, he, he can yeah. poke the bear. Yeah. So he, and the way he was saying it, it was like, whatever, bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> so it was just funny. So. Ever since then, Carl always, every time he texts me or anything, at the end of his text or the end of his comments is bitch. Yeah. And we Mike, call, we and, should call him right now. And 100%, if you go down Michael Landris' post somewhere in social media somewhere, he goes, awesome picture, bitch, every time. Like, that's like the whole de- <laughs> Like, you'll see it. Uh, next time I actually see him, I'm going to screenshot it, send it to you, and just yeah. and texted you just because it's. Funny. I'll have to add on fuel to that fire. Yeah. So, all right, let's move on to the next one. All right, here. next one. Uh, Adam Rizzi. Asked, why do they call you the man from Boynton 
And what's the biggest mahi a client has caught on a trip with you? <laughs> this guy. This guy. So on social media, he's Real Deal Adventures. Mm-hmm. He he's he's a really great peacock, like land based peacock oh. bass oh, fisherman. Is that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Catches a ton. Gotcha. Even does the whole freshwater snook deal. You know, um, large mouth. He catches all those exotics. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not in that. He's great at it. Does like land based charters and stuff. So he, he does that. So we met through social media platform and through. I work closely with Danko pliers and stuff, and he yep. does also. So we met through. Oh, so he's with Danko? Yep, he is with yep. Danko. You've had Craig McMickin on here We before. got a question from Craig here. Oh, yeah. Well, it's funny. So. We got a, we got a, we have a statement. A we have yeah, a statement, statement. from yeah, yeah, Craig. Yeah, yeah. I saw it that. Was, I asked him for a question. He kind of issued a statement. Yeah. Like, so, okay. uh, so Adam, so he, he's like, one, I was slow in the summer. I'm like, oh, let's go fishing. So we go out. I'm like. And I had this kid, Carson, that was fishing with me at the time. Where I was like, oh, let's just put some rods out. There's some sick little edge. I'm like, oh, let's just put rods out. And while I'm rigging baits and getting the rods rigged up for dropping, mm-hmm. we'll just put baits out. Dude, it wasn't 10 minutes, and I'm not even done rigging the baits. And just flat left variety just piled on. I'm like, what the heck? Look back, and it's just giant bull. I'm like, damn. 39.8. It was just under, like, 40 pounds. 39.8. Yeah. So he thinks that's the biggest one. I've actually caught bigger with charters. Oh, so he's leading <laughs> so, us into thinking yeah, he's yeah, got yeah, the big. He has no idea. He's, so he, 39.8? Yeah. I'm going to write 39.8 His was 39.8, but I actually did with a charter catch of 42. was the biggest one on a charter. My personal best caught I caught was 63, but on so, a charter we'll go, it was a 42. I, wrote, I just wrote a symbol of a fraction that says 42 over 39.8. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So, so yeah, but no, he, we had a good time. We fished a few times together. And then uh, after that dolphin, we gaffed it, got in the boat. We made four drops, hooked four fish, and caught two out of four within. I mean, it was just on fire. Yeah, Every nice. time it hit the bottom, you got Once, tight. One of those days. Yeah, we caught yeah. two swords immediately, and it was like late in the day. I'm like, all right, let's go. We got a hell of a day. Sounds like uh, we need to have a uh, we need to hook up with your friend Adam and do some peacock fishing. Yeah, absolutely. He's really good. Yeah, definitely. All right, your turn. Oh, let's see. Who else? Who you got up here? Uh, this one's it's worded kind of weird, but he's asking basically what's my favorite fish to catch. Hmm. Man, does it have to be around here? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Uh, yellowfin tuna. Yellowfin. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you my when you're favorite. over there chunking. Yeah. Either that or this time of year going over there high speed wahoo fishing. When you're going 15 knots that way, and he starts. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff those to are me, my those, two. Those Wahoo yeah. and yellowfin. Yeah, yeah that's, they're close. Yeah, yeah the, I, uh, those are up there with me. But honestly, for me, what takes the cakes is bone fishing in the in the really uh, in the Bahamas. Yeah. I've done it. Uh, I love it. I really yeah. do. Like to me, like we talked about hunting earlier. Yeah. To me, that's like hunting. You know, where you're just kind of like, everything's quiet and still. You're on the bow and you got a guy pulling behind mm-hmm. you. And you feel like like you don't even see the boat. You just feel like you're walking on water. Yeah. And you're so skinny. And then when you see like a wolf pack of bonefish come around like a mangrove and you know, there's the art of you could spook the hell out of uh, them, yeah. or you got to be so precise yep. and you know what I mean, and yeah. put it perfectly in place. And and when you do that, and that line just starts screaming, and you got one on, and to me, that's that's you know, it's a little fish, man, but yeah, it's, it's a rush to me. Yeah, yeah. no, it is cool. Yeah. Any kind of flats fishing, any kind yeah, of everything could go from still and quiet to yeah. just blow up yeah. at any second. Yeah, this is. I think it goes back to any visual type fishing, definitely. Like, just why I like kite fishing. Right. You know, you could be trolling, hook a sailfish. You don't really, I mean, you can if you're dreads fishing and that stuff like that. You mm-hmm. can see the bite. But, man, that kite fishing, when they're, they come up and just, you know, yeah. same thing with bonefish. You see them, you cast, you know, you need a little finesse. 
Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. And you yep. Get, I, very, I love kite fishing very, very too. Very visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love kite fishing too. To me, kite fishing is very much a sport. Oh yeah. It's very much an active mm-hmm. kind of. It is sport comparatively speaking. So, mm-hmm. um, am I up or are you up? Oh, you just no, asked. Just you yeah, 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 yeah. Who asked that question? Uh, who is it? Tin Tin underscore Lost Star sixty six on Instagram. I don't know. All right, all right. Um, I got one. We're we're going to run through this one quickly. Yeah. This next right. one, um, this Clayton bit because I don't know how long you want to go on this one, but I am going to ask it. This is Clayton Baker asks, uh, "How did you become such a legend?" I'm not a legend. That's let, let's get that straight. Far from it. <laughs> Uh, Bouncer Smith's a legend to me. Bouncer Smith is a legend. Absolutely. Guys like that are legends. Uh, I don't know. You're, I think John, he, listen, John, Sailfish Tournament, Brett and John Louis Dudas, those guys have been doing it since. John's what, a man. Brett, I've been fishing with Brett for on the Just Do It here for the past couple of years. Those guys. I wouldn't sell yourself short though, Chris. I understand. I listen. I've so worked very. I've worked very hard to get where I've come. Yeah. Those guys to me are legends. Those guys were doing it before my dad even thought about having kids. Let's be honest. I mean, they were doing it back then. Well, if you look at they, they the Dudas family, yeah. I mean, they basically invented kite fishing. Yeah, so, them and them and uh, yeah. You know, the whole Miami crew. Yeah. On the L and H back in the day, they're the original. And people don't know the history. Like Jimmy mm-hmm. David owns the boat now, but back in the day, it was John Lewin and and, uh, and Brett Dudas's dad mm-hmm. who owned the boat. They were mates on the boat, became the captains on the boat, and then Jimmy David was their mate, and then now owns it, which that boat's crap. I mean, who it, thinks that? Like, who, 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 like, the first person to think that? The kite like, fishing? Man, like, yeah. If we could only just put a kite up and yeah. hang the bait from that, we could present it to the fish in a different way where they'll just be undeniable that they'd just love it. Just how every. How freaking genius was yeah. that? Just, yeah. Thinking outside the box. Box. Yeah. Thinking outside the planet. And look at it now. Yeah. I mean, look at it now. It's probably, a, I don't know, it's got to be a I mean, million dollar another, industry. I mean, yep. You know, unbelievable. So. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go right into Now, we have um, every episode for this, the strange questions portion. Inevitably, we have the jumbo question. <laughs> So he every or every, Slimbo, yeah, Slimbo. We're calling him Slimbo, Slimbo now because he's not Jumbo anymore. But he he would say Jumbo is a state of mind, not yeah. a physical presence. So, um, he says, "Why would you let Jumbo drive your boat in ripping current, catching bait in Boynton Inlet? Are you nuts?" And he promised. He made me promise him I would call you Ladouche. Yep, that's it's. He's been calling me that for a long time. Yeah, a long time. Know, so. He just he comes he's up got with names. names for everybody. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. So I was a little douche. So we were fishing. Uh, I figure it was one of the Blue Water Movements or Meat Fish Tournament with uh, Matt, Nikki White, mm-hmm. and obviously the Jumbo's OCD. OCD crew. And uh, Matt couldn't. Matt was working or real busy or something. He's like, "Hey, could you go catch bait?" So we, they came to my boat. We ran up. We caught some bait up in Jupiter. We ran back and we in Boynton Inlet and we found some bait there. Well, and it was, I mean, they were dead under the, like the bridge at Boynton Inlet. And mm-hmm. If anybody knows Boynton Inlet, it's just rips in there. Yeah, so, it's, it's hardcore. So I tried. You wouldn't want to be I mean, st- standing in there. You no, do. so Nikki's a phenomenal female angler. She's great. I mean, she, you right. know, she, you, she, you just hand her the rod. She was gee hook and bait her and give, mm-hmm. give Jumbo the sabiki rod. He <laughs> uh, had hooks in him. He's, you know, you know, he has the nicest toes ever. 
Oh, he has beautiful toes. I mean, he's the only him and Mike Land Michael Landris are the two guys that I know are pr- proud that they go get their their nails done. Oh, He'll Michael t- does oh, too. He tells you. Oh, yeah. who's he the bitch now? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so these guys, you know, they're proud of getting their nails done. So I was like, I saw his toes. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll let him drive the boat. But yeah, it was bad with the Sabiki rig, and he wasn't catching shit. He couldn't catch his ass with both hands. Damn. You know, now it's a small <laughs> ass, so he could probably catch it. But damn. It was bad. Jumbo was just missing. I'm like, Jumbo, just drive the boat. And he would, he got a little close to the wall a couple times. I oh, gave him that look. I'm boat. like, dude. You got the just drive the boat? I'm like, yeah, you got the just drive. But just driving <laughs> the boat in the middle of Boynton Inlet under yeah, the bridge is, yeah. is a little more than just driving yeah. a boat. It's, no. you know. Yeah. So you have to actually drive the whole time because the current's trying to turn mm-hmm. you sideways. But uh, it was funny. Yeah, We had a good day. It was we had mission accomplished. Caught a ton of bait and whatever. Justin's going to be mad at us now. No, uh, whatever. And by the way, Michael Landers, um, Sorry, but that's what you get for not coming on the show. That's right. <laughs> so you got more? Fun fact, yep. You got another one? Uh, what is the most wild experience you've had with a customer on a charter, man? I don't know. You could go <laughs> Those are always tough day. ones, right? Those, Those are, are tough. Those are tough to answer because you probably have a lot of them. I think somebody asked George Poveromo that on the last episode, and he, you know, he had a tough – he did have one, like, teed up. But he was, he said the same thing. He's like, man, all There's the time. There's so many, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I get asked, I've gotten asked since day one, oh, how many people have fallen off your boat? And legitimately, until like a f- couple months ago, the first guy fell off my boat. <laughs> really? And the worst <laughs> he part. He fell off? Yeah. What the happened? worst part is we weren't even, like, it wasn't rough. We were in the intercoastal. Was it off? No, it was <laughs> not off. <laughs> so we were in the intercoastal, right? He's an older gentleman, whatever. We were in the intercoastal. And I was throwing the cast net for bait. Well, he sits on the gunnel in the back. And it was like he sat on the gunnel and, like, scooted his butt too far back and just, like, went backwards right off the gunnel. Like, just sat. Just without you hitting the throttle? No, nothing. We were just floating, like, literally doing nothing. And he just, like, I watch him in slow motion. I try to catch him. He's just, right Like a diver. Yeah. He's falling back. I mean, I had this one. He must have drank that other rum brand. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had gypsies on the boat. Weird. I mean, just weird, weird people. Um, I've had this one family, if I wouldn't have said a word, they wouldn't have spoke the whole time. It was the most that's, awkward. That's strange. And they were like dressed like crocodile Dundee, like all of them, like <laughs> seriously, like they were going on a safari trip and then they didn't speak a word to each other the whole trip. It was awkward. I was like, yeah, that's weird. I'm like, what? Listen, I'm pretty sure. And listen, I wouldn't say this. They, I'm pretty sure these people didn't have social media or they don't, don't listen to podcasts. So. We're good, but they were so weird. I mean, I was just, I was uncomfortable for, I was like, thank God this is not more than a half day, four hour trip. Cause this was like, it was the longest four hours of my life. I mean, no excitement. We, we caught fish, no excitement, no emotion. Just like, I would think if you're dressed like crocodile Dundee, that you probably wouldn't stop talking. I would think like so too. Like you'd be too. the type of person that just wouldn't shut up. I was, you know, and you know, like, the, you know, you, yeah. you mean normally, like if you're going to go out of your way to, yeah. The yeah. charter business isn't just about fishing. You know, it's also about, you know, getting to know people. You know, you have to, you, there's not, you're not catching fish the whole time. Let's, you know, it's just a fact. Oh, you're out on the right. water all day with someone. Or yeah. Or so half day yeah, to a yeah, full so, day. I mean, I, you listen, I, oh, you know, if I never had them before, you know, small talk. Oh, what do you guys do for a living? Where are you from? Blah, blah, blah. You know, the normal questions that you talk to, you somebody mm-hmm. meet and just BS talk. Right. And it was just, you, I would ask these people and it was just like one word. 
answers. And they never had any questions for you because people probably oh, people just have questions for you oh, nonstop. I'm sure. Listen, I had the, I yeah I had this lady not too long ago. Her kids were not asking as many questions as she <laughs> did, and I and I was trying to be nice, but like in a joking, not joking way. I was like, if you ask me any more questions, I'm gonna have to charge you for a full day trip. Like, wow. She was like worse than a, any five year old I've had on the boat. Like, what are you doing? Wouldn't stop. I was like. Wow! Everything I did, she it was funny. I was like, I was like, you're. I was like, I was like, man, if you ask me any questions, and she just kind of like, like, oh. So people always ask me too. They want to come in the studio and like, hey, can I come while you're designing it? No, I'm like no. I don't need your opinions. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, I think you've done that's fine okay. by yeah, yourself. That's you know? okay. Yeah, you can. You'll get approved. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, There's a ton of them. We can go all day on stories and charter fishing. You just have such a, a vast, you know, people from. Do you know how many pictures All of the over. crocodile then do people do you? No. Actually, somewhere probably, I'm sure. <laughs> That'd be but, great if you did. Oh, uh, yeah. It was right, John? odd. Yep. <laughs> Put a little visualization to the moment. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Um, I have one that I'm going to save for last. <laughs> God. I'm gonna, I want to blow through these two quick, all right, because I don't want to spend too much more time yeah, on the fine. questions, right? So, Taylor DeFusco asks... And I don't know what he's getting at. I'm sure it's an inside joke. I don't even know. I you don't know. It. Do mullets have gizzards? They do have gizzards. Then that's right. That's the end of that question. Yeah. Good it, talk, Taylor. That's You're, from Jeff Maggio. Oh, is that? A, yeah. Oh, is it? He's a, it's big, a Jeff thing. He's a oh, big. He's it? a big Jeff they do. Maggio I mean, fan. Yeah. Dude, I used to. He made a whole YouTube video on it. Is that <laughs> what it is? He took a mullet to like a a chef and he had him oh, yeah. cut it up. I don't know why he asked him that. Yeah, I don't I, know either. Right. I, I used to commercial mullet fish. I know more about maybe mullet that's why. I, maybe I I know more about mullet right. than I ever want to know. So, yeah. all right. So, um, Craig McMicken's statement <laughs> goes as follows, and I'm not even sure if this is a question. So, he just wants me to. He wants you to tell this story. I guess this isn't a question. Ask him about the time I spotted a blue plastic barrel, same color as the water, in the middle of the Gulf Stream. A quarter mile away or further. He, he was like, no way, man. You didn't see that, LOL. Then we picked up some nice gaffers. We did. There you go. He has good eyes. That dude could see birds. Like, I, I'm I'm good at catching Ooh, birds. Oh, Craig, you got good eyes. Oh, listen. You got the compliment from the captain. Yeah, uh, I'll give it to him because I have good eyes and I could see pretty far away. Mm -hmm. But a couple times we've been on boat and I'm like, he's like, yeah, there's birds. I'm like, you kind of get in your head. You're like, man, come on, stop, dude. I'm like, mm -hmm. So he spotted it. Like far. Nice. We're going and going. I'm like, yo, we've been going for like half a mile. Like, <laughs> stop. Like, enough, I love Craig. Enough with the BS. Sure shit. No, yeah. I'm like, Craig's a good dude. And they come. I'm like, put him out. <laughs> Doubled up. I'm like, <laughs> he just looks at me. He goes, I saw him. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, dude. <laughs> saw that. You know, captains can't. That. Like, you can't let somebody. Show you up like that. You're like, Shit. I, saw, I saw them, dude. What are you talking about? Yeah, but the barrel thing, he's true. We were, we had a we could think we caught a few fish before that, but we found this barrel. Mm -hmm. It was just loaded with like 15, 18 pounders, like nice ones. Yeah, nice. Yeah. I mean, it was like the I cherry on the cake. We it was a whole Danko trip where we were taking pictures with product and mm -hmm. da, 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 da. and uh, yeah, oh, bonus then. Yeah, no, they yeah. were perfect. I mean, nice, nice, nice gaffers. I mean, it was awesome. So it was cool. Yeah, I think very the, cool. Uh, the guy Mitch from one of the head guys, Mitch from Danko, caught mm -hmm. his personal best. It was like an eighteen pounder. Nice. So he was stoked, and everybody. I think one of the girl, I think it was Autumn, was us with us at the time. She caught her personal best. So mm -hmm. She uh, since upgraded that. From what I heard, Craig told me I was like, "Whatever, dude." <laughs> 
a great company. Uh, it yeah, is. Yeah. Co. Awesome products. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. If, uh, if uh, anyone is in the market for a new set of pliers, especially knives, everything, knives, they have all tools that. and dip nets, everything. Gaffs, yeah. all that. Yeah. Gaffs. The gaffs are um, really awesome. I love them. Contact our good friends at Danco Pliers. And, uh, um, for those of you not watching on YouTube, you should be. But if you're uh, on audio, I don't know what the website is, but I'm pretty sure you can search it on Google. Yeah. John, maybe. Danco Sports. I think yeah. it's Danco Sports or Danco. Yeah. If you put Danco Pliers on yeah, there, yeah. If you right search up. on if you want to put the thing up, we'll give, we'll give Danco a shout out for Craig. Craig, good question. Do you have any more? Because I want to save this one for last. There, there was a bunch of them on here. And just there, one more, one more. Pick one more from that list. <laughs> Oh, well, we'll go with Devin. My buddy Devin says, why is it always blowing when you're off work? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Inevitably, right? That is a perfect one for right now. I mean, lately, it yep. seems like it's just blowing always. Don't feel bad to people that it only blows on the weekends because imagine a guy like me that's been having to charter, you know, cancel charters Monday through Friday through Saturday, Sunday. Just, it, it's, just, it's just been brutal lately. But, yeah, it does seem that way. I feel like on the weekends when I'm – or when I'm really booked and packed, it's it's windy. And then when I don't have any charters, it's sitting there and mm-hmm. slick calm. It's just part of the deal. What's your uh, like your cancellation policy for stuff like that? Like, Listen, what, the other day, God has his plan. Mm-hmm. And uh, if it's going to blow, it's going to blow. It's gonna so blow, it's gonna what blow. So it's up to the yeah, customer I've, to. Yeah, I mean, listen, I've had guys cancel. They, they look, watch the news and they say, oh, it's going to be four to five foot yeah with a 14 second period like you know what i mean it's a swell and i had these guys cancel on me one time and i was so mad i'm like listen i've been doing this forever and i try to explain it to them and they so it's up to if i know if i have kids and stuff like that i won't take them more than two to four foot you Mm -hmm. know i know that yeah but you know you can't do anything about weather cancellation policy like when it comes to weather we just cancel it and hopefully if they're you know, if they're from around town, we can reschedule. If they're not, right. I, I give them the option, like, hey, let's go in the intercoastal. I got some decent snook spots, jacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time of year, we catch croakers, black drum. We catch pompano in the intercoastal. So if you want to just get out, go for a boat ride. And, you know, that whole area is nice. Manalapan, there's tons of mansions. People think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. That's a beautiful little yeah. stretch. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So, yeah. All right, I'm gonna. This is we save the best for last year on on the strange questions of the podcast. I don't know if I know this. Okay, one. your mother wants to know. Oh my gosh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Marie, right? Muriel. And then the, oh, the, hold on. Maybe oh, maybe it's no, a, no, no, no. That's my that's my cousin. That's your cousin. Yeah, oh, I thought yeah, that was your mom. I'm no, sorry. No, sorry. No, 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 no. I didn't no. look at the pictures. I no, just she, assumed this was something no, your mother would ask. No, that's she. She's trying your to, cousin. She's trying to. I know what she's trying to do. All right. She's trying to bring up my old. Pet name that my mom had for me when I was a kid. That's so. right. She said, "What is your mother's pet name for you?" Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, Lemieux, French. Mm-hmm. My family background is French Canadian, so my whole family called me Shushu. <laughs> okay? okay. When I was young, but so in well, French, so how did they get? Yeah, what's it? So what's in French, that means teacher's pet. I don't know why or where they came up with this name, but I just remember when I was young, they used to call your brothers me and sisters. Uh, older brother, one older brother. So, so your mother favored you because you were the young one? Maybe. I don't know. Teacher's pet? That was a pain in the freaking butt when I was young. My mom said, you know why I only had you were the last one? Because you were a pain. My mom you told were the, me, yeah. you were the nail in the coffin. <laughs> My mom, yeah, she's like, I didn't have a third one because of you. I'm like, oh, whatever. At least I turned out good later in life. Yeah. Well, so, awesome. But, yeah, so that's it. Uh, you know, I was a teacher's pet for some reason. I don't know. That's why she's probably wanted me to have an embarrassing How do you spell shoo-shoo? I think it's C-H-O-U. Oh, oh yeah, like the French way, right? Yeah, like Shay. 
I guess. It's not embarrassing. I don't care. I didn't Shea get myself. It wasn't like an embarrassing You call your house Shea Lemieux? Not really. Yeah. Cool. All right, so these are, those were our questions for yeah. today, right? Like I think it. I think they did a good job. They did. Good, good answers. Good questions. Good answers. We have to pick a winner who's going to get the shirt. So um, we'll let you guys. It can't be that. Jumbo. No. So no, it can't be. That's the rule. Okay. Yeah. That's a, we have a hard rule. <laughs> and we don't have any smalls left. So right. Exactly. That's the hard rule. Um, so we got your hammer. You got your Rizzy. You got your Baker. You got the Taylor. Taylor doesn't win for the Gizzards one. <laughs> So, <laughs> wrong guess, Taylor. Let's give one the hammer. I like hammer. All right, I like it. That. that was a good question. That was a good one. All right, he's the winner. Give him a shirt. I'll have to all give right. you. Can you? You're gonna see him at all? Yeah, he I'll lives give it right to down. you. I'll give yeah. it to you before before right, we cool. leave. He lives right down it. the street, so I'll get him a shirt. Very cool. Nice. So that was a good little set there. That questions. was thirty minutes. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that was good. We had a lot today. You brought in a lot of questions, man. That yeah, they, was good. I, I figured I'd throw it out there. Some on there, some on here. You know, yeah, that was whatever. good. There's that a few good. more, but you know, whatever. We'll save those for the next one. Yeah. Listen, you know? before we before we um, started what rolling on, on this, we we brought up what Timmy and Skyler oh, had yeah. going on. I want to talk I, about that. that, was, that a little yeah, bit. that was a so listen. Everybody. So Timmy texted me um, earlier today. Timmy Maddock. Um, the fish is the captain of the Florida man there. He yep. texts me. He's like, hey, can I get Patrick Price's and Thomas Osborne's phone number? I'm like, yeah, sure. Here you go. His nickname's Goose, by the way. Yes, it is Goose. Little yep. Goose. Little Goose. And um, so, but then you kind of enlightened. I didn't, I just gave him without question. Here you go, buddy. But um, you told me that there might be some thing going on there. What yeah, they? Somebody, what do they got going? Is it officially announced? Are we Are we premature and even I mean, talking about this? Whatever. Or? If it's on Instagram, it's real, right? Is it? Yeah. It's on the gram. It's on the gram. So, I mean, they have a post. These boys circulating it. Skyler, Timmy, Bernard, he posted it. Um, you know, these this shark thing's been a controversy. People could say whatever. I've been fishing out of here my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. When I commercial fished, we used to catch a 75 kingfish limit and maybe have one or two sharked on a bad night, three or yeah. four. You can't hook a kingfish right now without the thing. I hate to beat a dead horse. I know it's been a couple topics on the show here, but coming from somebody else that sees it, I've never had a sailfish eaten my entire life. I was born and raised in Florida. Well, the horse isn't dead yet. Ugh. So we can beat it all we want. So I've had, I mean, I have pictures on my phone of just sailfish just, I mean, brutal just piled on you know yeah. so it's just well, there it's, was it's a, a tournament shame. locally here on um, this weekend where, uh, where a kingfish yeah. got bit in half and ron they said mitchell. 43 pounds yeah, yeah ron mitchell it was, was like 35 i thought they said 43 35 yeah, said that, that was a 65 pound went, fish yeah, it was a 60 65 yep. ron mitchell's a great fisherman in kingfish world i mean when i was a kid i used to watch him in the ska winning tournaments mm-hmm. so just to tell you he's been doing it forever I think he's a sheriff down in Miami or something. Yeah, sheriff, yeah, yeah sheriff, works so. for sheriff's office, but he's a great king fisherman. Yeah, he he had it was a giant, and same thing, right? He said a foot from the gaff, and then uh, here it comes. I mean, it's just it's sad, and and you know something has to be done, and it's you know, and all of us fishermen like I've heard art, I've watched, I mean, listened to all these, you know, mm-hmm. watched on YouTube and listened to Art and Skip and all these guys talk about it, and it's true. It's a true problem, I and mean, we've all seen it happen. We've and and, and it's progressively gotten worse it's gotten worse in the past three years since they completely stopped the commercial fishing you know it's just like it's just like deer hunting and i and i say this all the time to people i'm like listen there was a a case in in pennsylvania 
they said, oh, the deer need to be. New Jersey's bad or, too. Well, they stopped hunting for, for like four or five years. Mm -hmm. They got so bad and so many people died in that four or five years. Same thing as the shark fishery. Nobody's caught them for four or five, commercially harvested, harvested them for four or five years. And now they're overpopulated. Mm -hmm. Well, it went from you're not allowed to kill a deer in Pennsylvania. They lifted the sandbar ban. What? Or, or oh, the, the, oh, yeah. The, the, the band, the, but the ban. But yeah. they, you know what I mean? They for, need to. Well, no, they lifted the harvesting of the sandbar. Oh, sandbars. yes, correct. Yeah, you and weren't then, allowed yeah. to harvest at all. Right. And then the market fell out where these guys couldn't sell them. And then, so nobody did it, you know. Um, and, you know, going back to the Pennsylvania thing, they were a lot, they went from no, not allowed to kill deer to 12 deer per hunter. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. So you know, it, well, there the crazy has to be thing some is what they're doing balance. too. What they're doing too. I don't know where, where does it like Montana or Wyoming, mm -hmm. like one of those states up there where they just like they're outlawing grizzly bear hunting. Yeah, or bear hunting. Yeah, in general, and it's like, you know, that's okay. kind of crazy. That's going to be fine until they start. Yeah, the same thing that happened yeah. with alligators. Until they start sniffing same thing your food yeah. and coming up to yeah. your front window and yeah. eating people. Right, eating people. Yeah, then they're. That's when it's like I said these. When he's shark you don't want to mess people. with a bear, dude. Oh, no. I'm good. I mean, that's like, you know, that's an apex beast if there ever was one. Oh, yeah. Bears, lions. I mean, you don't mess with things like that. Nope. That He is in there, and that, and you're in their territory. They will eat you. Yeah. It's not like they're going to scare you. They will eat you. Yeah. So so these these guys, they say they're going ahead with it. Um, it's going to be a bull shark kill tournament. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure they're going to have something situated where the meat's going to be donated to, you know, food shelters or, you know, the meat will be donated and hopefully right. sold and used, which it will be. Well, none you of know, us really gonna, want to kill to kill. No, it's not killing to kill. Right. None of us want to kill them just to kill them and watch them go to waste. Because if we if that was the case, we would all be out there killing them, shooting them with a bank stick and letting right. them sink. I can tell you one thing, though. You know, I'm almost to that point. I'm not going to lie. I almost to that point when I, I want to borrow some of buddy's buoy gear and go out there and no. just hurt him. But listen, I don't think a lot of people realize we're allowed one. I know, and we don't even do that. So this is the issue, and and people say it all the time: you need to start killing them in your charters. I'm by myself. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a mate on my boat. Right. Barrier. It's a little different. So okay, yeah. but even the big charter boats, even the boats, I when the shark fishing was legal, my buddy a buddy had a hand gear shark permit. Mm -hmm. Was it? It was a bike incidental bycatch permit. We were allowed to keep four, I think, three or four bull sharks. Does that permit even exist anymore? I don't think it, it does, does. But nobody uses them. They're like worthless because the price, the market's not there. Right. Well, we used to go and catch, and it they destroy the boat. Yeah, like it's like dragging forty grit grinder across your boat. So I mean, even for me on a charter on a center console, I'm not. I'm, there's no way I can even get that thing in the boat. Mm -hmm. So it's more work and hassle than it's even worth. Right. You know, and that's where people don't get. They're like, oh, you need to start killing them. Like, yeah, I know. But how am I going to even get in the boat? A, B. Right. What am I going to do with it when I get in? It just it's it'll it would create two or three hours more to my day than I don't need to deal with shark meat. Mm -hmm. I'd say that, but it's true. No, that's solid commentary. You know? And. uh you know, that's why a lot of guys don't do it, you know? Mm -hmm. We would kill them if there was something to do with them. I'm glad you answered that that way because that, that's yeah. that's a good point. Yeah. You know, because, you know. They're, they're, they they destroy your boat. Yeah. They are big, bulky, hard bring, to deal yeah, with. Yeah, bringing a, bringing a bull shark over the side yeah. of them, it's easier said than done. Yep. So, I, I don't know. I don't so know. So, these guys the are doing a tournament. Do they have dates? Do they have, uh, is this organized or are they just saying we're doing okay, a tournament? Well, here, you I don't, I don't know if there's a no, date there was yet. A, 
No, Maybe I don't there think was. there was a date. It says something coming and whatever. Whose story can you go on? December fifth. Oh. Twenty twenty, it says. You want me to call Timmy? Maybe. I don't know if it's Timmy. It? I don't know if it's Timmy. I don't know who it I was. I don't know who's putting it together. Oh, they're right. they're promoting it. We'll get to the bottom of that. Bernard's originally the one that posted like he was sick of it and he's like, We're gonna do a tournament. Boom, done. And then Skylar posted. Now I know Bernie there. has a lot of problems with um the elephant tuna. And oh. has for like the last couple of years, like him especially, because he's yeah. he's really really great at mm-hmm. doing those Bahama trips and yellow yeah. finning, and mm-hmm. and he's been saying for a long time now, past couple of years especially. Yeah, um, oh, that's bad over there. He told me, um, I had him on the show. Man, must have been like episode twenty or something mm-hmm. like that, like back then. And he was talking about it then, about he's like Dennis, I kid you not, he's like. We'll hook up with like twenty and eighteen of them get sharked, mm-hmm. like on that one trip that he went on. Yeah, and, he, and I'm like, what? And he goes, no, I'm not kidding. And they'll come back with like two yellowfin, mm-hmm. and like eighteen of them are just cut in half. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Bahamas is really bad. Um, Jupiter, same thing. All these guys can tell you. You literally be drifting. And you'll look under the boat when you're slow trolling or drifting either one, and they'll just be stemming. They, they yeah. live. They live under the boat. Like mm-hmm. you'll look down, and there's a five, six hundred pound well, bull learned. shark. Here, there's a five or six hundred pound bull shark sitting there waiting, because the shark feeding guys over there have done that more than the fishing guys, I believe, because you know they just as- associate a you know, boat with food. Right. So they're just sitting there. You. We should have had a heck of a catch in the in the blue water in Jamie Bunn's tournaments in the the first tournament. We found the fish. Mm-hmm. I had three fish over forty with Chris Meek with Sky. Meek, yeah, you were with with Skyler there too. No, Chris with. Meek. Uh, we had that kid Allen uh, Allen as um, uh, Skip Jack Skip uh, Jack mm-hmm. Paulus was with us. Um, Will and some other guys, but whatever. We had three fish that were all forty all day long. We found them. I mean, we were on them. Mm-hmm. They would sky eat the bait before they would even get tight hit in the water. There would be three or four boiling, I mean, thrashing, I mean, on them. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, the, the amount of rigs we went through and everything, it was just unbelievable. So, listen, like I said, we could beat the dead horse. I don't, I, I mean, don't, I'm not sure if the tournament's going to fix it, but it can't hurt. It's going to raise awareness one way or another. But Oh, it's going to, yeah. Positive and, I mean, yeah. negative too. We'll see. You know? Let the chips fall. Yeah. No. And that and I've I've wanted to do it, and I've wanted to do it for a while. To be honest with you, start it, but it's hard for me. I don't want to get as a charter boat get blackballed and right. have that on my name because I've, I'm trying to run a business. And and I hate to say nothing yeah. against Timmy and Skyler and those guys, but they they don't have a business to run. You know, these yeah. guys are just fishing. I'm sensitive to it and, too. You know what I mean? Because we yeah. obviously have the studio. Absolutely. I'm sensitive and to as that an too. Artist, but you know, but I mean, but I don't look at it that way. I mean, I mean, I do and I don't because we, we have taken a stance on it, yeah. and I think Absolutely. our stance is obvious, yeah. right? Yeah, so I mean, I mean had, yeah, had the guy on the boat, yeah. Right? So I mean, and that, that's officially our yeah. stance, you know. Um, and and I'm gonna leave it at that. You know what I mean? And yeah. our business, listen, our business is fishermen anyway. Yeah, for the most part, absolutely. You know? So that's okay. But the bottom line is, um, we believe in that stance. Yeah. All of us and are conservationists. That's all that should matter. That's why we're you know worried I mean? about it because it, there's yeah. an imbalance in there. Yeah, it's an imbalance. We're, we're, we we're worried about you know to get to the point where they're going to eat a lot of the reef fish and everything else. Yeah. So 
It is what it is. I'm probably going to fish it. I don't know if I'll fish it on my boat. I'm sure somebody will uh, yeah. start catching bonitas and putting them to the side. I'll wear my shark suit. Uh, I'll yeah. fish it with you. Just the, I think the way John can wear the banana. I, think, I just think you're the spectator. I don't think the banana will fit him though. The spectator part of it, mm-hmm. you're going to have people from all over. Back like the Lake Worth Shark Tournament back right. in the day. I don't know if you've ever seen those ones in the '70s and '80s. There would be people lined up down the docks for half a mile each mm-hmm. way to see these giant man eaters. They you know come in and you know it's cool to see a big dead fish. You know the average person. You know, just they see a shark tournament and they're going to be like, oh, that's cool. Let's go see that because it, people, you know, I've seen big fish. You've seen dead big fish. You yep. know, we saw, I've seen giant, but mo- the average person that lives in Florida haven't, you know. So, you know, I mean, I think people will just go for that part. Will there be people that are mad? Oh, you guys are murderers and this and that, blah, blah, blah. 100%. That is no doubt in my mind. There's going to be some PETA there. You guys are yeah. a bunch of scumbags. And, it's okay. you know, I don't know. I just didn't want that. I, for me, running tournament, and listen, I, I run the Point and Firefighters Tournament. I'm sure a lot of people know. I could have run, easily started that and done it, but I didn't want, like I said, the negative publicity uh, publicity on myself and my business as a charter business. And Yeah, no, it's understandable because, you know, listen, I mean, everybody knows that we just came through a very heated election year, right? And it was easy to kind of fall into the trap of talking about it all the time. We yeah. really tried to avoid it as much as possible, but yeah. there is times that, yeah. you know, bring I, I let my conservative viewpoint come out on the show and, you know, whatever. And you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, you know, I deny any of my viewpoints or yeah. anything like that, but I was talking to George Pope Romo again, we'll bring George on. George has been a great mentor to us mm-hmm. on this show. And, um, he kind of said it straight and he's like, why would you want to alienate 50% of your, your your customer base, you know, from you know, just by expressing your political point of view, you know, yeah. and I said that's a good point, you know, yeah. not that we went overboard with it, but you know, so we kind of ever since then took that policy of we're not going to really talk politics, traditional politics, but I'm not that. going to I'm not going to stop talking about the causes that we believe in when it comes to our local water issues, Absolutely. our co- clean water issues, our coastal conservation issues. I think this falls right in line with it. Um, so, and I think there are there are some other organizations that are behind it. Some very reputable organizations that do believe in, it, especially when billfish are starting to get bit in half. Yeah, you know that's when you know organizations yeah. like the billfish take notice. And whether or not they're going to take an official stance on it or have, mm-hmm. um, that's up to them. I'm not going to you know promote or deny anything that they've done, but you know at, at the very least they they have taken notice. Yeah, um, and that's important. Yeah. And people, you know, people come up and say, oh, it's your guys' fault that you're hooking them and this and that. And we're hooking them and immediately there's shark on them. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not even, it's like, not like we fought the thing for 40 minutes and he's a mud dart and he's going to, you know, right. he's to that point he's going to die. And yeah, he it's just completely brown by yeah. the time you let him go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll listen. It's literally that. within the first minute, the, yeah. the shark is on yeah. the fish. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. tons of videos out there. There's guys in Palm Beach, yeah. you know, Randy. Oh, Yates wow. He's there. really jumping. Yeah. He's really dancing. Yeah. <laughs> he's running for, for, his life. Uh, for his life. Air jaws out there. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, man. Cool. Well, listen, I mean, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's so hard to, like, try to do something about it. it, it yeah. What, you know what I mean? Because yeah. what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, the law is not in our favor on it. Nope. And they keep trying to strong arm you the longer you go. We have a great representative on the floor about it mm-hmm. in art, but they keep shutting them down. 
Yeah. Everything he says falls on deaf ears. Yeah. Because it's uh, tough. It's frustrating for him. But you know what? You got to give credit to Art, man. He fights the good fight. He does. I mean, and he's there every single time. And he's so passionate and he cares about it so much. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, he he wants to knock scientists. I don't want to knock the scientists 100% because at the end of the day, you got to work together. You're gonna those guys them. live in a, a space about this but they're big not, and they're, they're yeah, shark professionals. That's what I mean, but they're not out there. They don't go out there. Yeah. So. I don't know. All right. So I want to talk about your charter business for before we take off, right? because I think it's important um, that uh, people recognize all the things you talked about earlier with um, the loss of business during COVID and the fact that our weather hasn't been you know phenomenal lately. So. You're obviously going to be chartering. You got sailfish season coming up. Yep. Your business Ready. hopefully is going to pick up. Uh, for now, are you going to be tournament fishing? Uh, so this year I fish on the Just Do It with Brett Dudas. You are going to um, fish. Uh, All right. w- well, unfortunately, so the had a, the older sixty hatteras that they've been fishing forever um, was just sold. Mm-hmm. We have a brand new. The owner Roger has a brand new sixty five hatteras GT being built as we speak. It, you know, everything ha- COVID happened mm-hmm. standard right now. Uh, and it's not going to be ready till May now. I just, she just talked to Bray. Yeah. Oh, wow. So just in time for the end of sailfish season. Yeah. Well, it's just in time for Bahamas trips too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Good point. so, uh, you know, I touche my friend. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, what it is. Um, we just, we're planning on, I guess, taking a back seat. We, he already kind of, committed and paid for the jimmy johnson mm-hmm. so we're not sure we actually just talked about i was like oh, we'll fish the conk i don't care we'll full send and some yeah. of the weather <laughs> if it's really rough it's like there's a lot of money in the meat in that tournament yeah uh but we'll, you're across the board on that probably already yeah 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 yeah, yeah. cross everything right so yeah we're we're talking about maybe chartering a boat I'm not sure who or what or whatever. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna try to fish it. Fish it. We're not sure what's gonna the end up. You know, the end result mm-hmm. of the whole deal is gonna be. But we're we're trying. Um, but yep. yeah, the main part, like the, all the blue water movements, Jamie Bunn tournaments, we're not fishing unfortunately, just because the boat's not ready and whatever. We're all kind of on the same thing. We're like, oh, we can all use a break. It's a lot of work. A lot of work, a lot of money, a lot of work. A lot of work, a yeah. lot of money. Um, yeah, big commitment, big time commitment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, you know. I think it's you I'm know, a hired for, hand on the boat, so I mean the money part, you know, but at the time well, yeah, and you energy. Make up for it in charters and stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I can make more money, not you know, doing it. chartering. Yeah. To be honest with you, at the end of the day, but for for me, I do it. I love the competition. I love the camaraderie. Mm-hmm. Um, you get to talk crap with all the guys. Um, the competition. I mean, I don't have to tell you. You, you see those. I mean, those just the best fishermen in the world. Hundred yeah. percent solid sail fishermen. Yep. Everybody there is top end. I mean, it's it's anybody's game. On any given day, you just yeah. got to be that guy. It's got to be your tournament. It's got to be your time. So, you know, the funny listen. thing is, you bring that up, and a lot of people want to compare. Oh, the sail fishing in Costa Rica, and and I, I would argue that it's the best of the best are here because oh. it's just very much more of a skill to catch them. Yeah, rather there, yeah. you just they drag a bait and you're yeah. done. They're not using thirty. Yeah, and you, they're, they're not using more thirty of an pound endurance meter. Sport. Not, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're they're, they're pitching ballyhoos and whatever hooking i mean they're not it's not a finesse sport like it is here yeah um so yeah uh you know it'll be nice to take a little break mm-hmm. i'll have to bait fish and all the fun stuff that people don't see yeah you know same thing as charter fishing it was like oh man so lucky you get to fish all the time like <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. I call my, I tell people all the time, this is my deal. I'm like full-time boat mechanic, part-time fishing guy. Yeah. I mean, seriously, I don't even have a big boat like some of these guys, but I'm just myself. I don't have a mate or anybody, but constantly waxing. The other day I went goggle eye fishing right before the big boat. Boom. Nav lights out. I mean, just stupid stuff all the time. And if you ever go on my boat, I would say I have a, a abnormally clean charter boat. I take pride in my boat. Like mm-hmm. I've wanted a conch from since I watched Jose Wahebe as a kid a throwing boat. a cast net on yep. you know four foot in the keys. Like I wanted a conch. Like mm-hmm. that was my dream boat. So my boat is my baby. Sorry for my wife, but you know she was there before you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, so I take pride in my boat, and I hate when little things are broken. You know, it could be a little stiff, but, yeah, it's a full-time job. Yeah. Like, perfect. Tomorrow morning, you know, it's blowing 25. What am I doing? I'm not sleeping in. Boat's on the trailer, hooking it up to the truck, trailer down to Miami. If anybody wants to go pilchard fishing tomorrow, you're more than welcome to come with me. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but next week, it's Thanksgiving week. I'm solid booked. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm going to use the bait. You know, it's the stuff people don't see. The customers just come to the dock. The pilchards are loaded. The goggle yeah, eyes I got. Magically I got there. They yeah. just magically swim into the I pen. have 10 dozen goggle eyes I've been feeding for three weeks now yeah. that are just chilling, waiting, slimed up. And they just, they go and they're like, oh, this is, oh, the bait's there. You know, they don't understand that, mm-hmm. that, you know, they don't see the part with me waking up at 2, 3 in the morning bait goggle eye fishing. They don't see me trailering down to Miami this time of year when there's no bait in Palm yeah. Beach County to go catch those pilchards and all that other stuff. You know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that you people know, are rigging the rods, new spool, spooling the reels. I mean, I'm always making comparisons thing. to fishing and art. Absolutely. Because there are so many parallels yeah. and, and the same thing goes to with, 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 with art. Like, you know, you show someone a finished product and they go, Oh, it's magically. You're so talented. Ah. It's like, man, I think it was Michelangelo once said, not that I'm comparing myself, but it's relatable that he goes, if, and I'm paraphrasing this completely, um, but he said, if people knew how hard I worked yeah. at making it look that good, they wouldn't think I was such a genius. Yeah. yeah. Meaning like working over and over just doesn't magically yeah. happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like I make the whole kite fishing thing look easy, but I've dumped a million kites in the water to get to yeah. that point. I, yeah. You know what I mean? I hate to say it. I mean, even the guys in my, we have a just do it fishing chat, like everybody group text fishing team. They make fun of me last year in the in the Operation Selfish blowing like a hundred. Yeah. Oh and yeah. I dumped was, like yeah, I mean, everybody one. dumped kites. Everybody lost. If you didn't break kite like multiple kites in that tournament, so they I dumped more than Greg Braswell, whatever. Greg will just, he loves if he has anything against you, he just goes after you. So I just dumped some kites and they're just talk shit all year now. You know, mm-hmm. like oh yeah, Harry Lemieux is going to dump more kites and whatever it is, what it is when it's blowing literally forty five miles an hour. It's they love happen. you. That's why yeah. they do it. So Term, terms of endearment, there. But yeah, perfect example. Somebody looks at your painting, they're like, "Wow, it's a, how much is that?" You know? Yeah. Well, it just didn't. You know, I a lot of years of honing your skills to to make it look like that. Yeah. And the same thing as me. Like, there's a lot of years of fishing every day, not getting paid to learn what I've learned to go out there and catch fish consistently. And it's the details which, too. Yeah, the so, details too. Yeah. Like, like if you look at like you know even just um making a fish or catching a fish and, and the reasons mm-hmm. why it happened the way it did, you know, if, if, you know, like there's times I've been in the painting, I could have stopped 30 hours ago, Yeah, but I didn't. Yeah. Cause it's those, you little know, details. and it would have been acceptable to most people, but it wasn't, wouldn't have been acceptable to yeah. me. Do I have to go catch pilchards tomorrow to fish next week? Mm-hmm. No, I could use the slabs that I froze of Bonita and, 
be like, I hate it's not calling out other charter boats, but be like 80% of the other charter boats around and go troll planers for four hours and do it and catch fish. Yeah, they catch fish. But I enjoy live baiting. I catch a lot of sailfish. That's what my customers kind of made in, you know, in the charter business. You know, people like catching sails, and I catch a lot because people like catching them. So the live bait makes a difference in that, you know, right aspect. Yeah, and you that's know? the thing I'll people, catch, the people you know, don't understand. Is li- all live bait is not yeah. the same. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm t- yeah. I'll go thread fins or whatever's there tomorrow. I don't no, care. I mean, Pilchers, like, yeah. even, like, one gog versus another. Is it a gog that has been fed and nurtured, or is it just a gog that's, like, well, all yeah. beat up and banged? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, at this point, I basically have names for my goggle eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they eat out of my hand. I've right. been there for almost a month, you know? Yeah. Oh, he ate Fred. We well, they, a big they, one. If it was calm, they wouldn't be there. It would have been used already, but I'll just go there and every few days, and it's like, hey, buds. Yeah. Feed them shrimp and stuff. Oh, so cute. They love, they love Mahiro. Oh, yeah? <laughs> God. They'll jump out of the water when you start putting that stuff yeah. in. There. But, yeah, it's the same thing. You know, so I'm, I get, I'm, I'm sure you're at the point I am, and, you know, you're successful at what you do, and I, I consider myself to be successful in my business. Um, I've had my charter business for, like, 11 years now, and I've, I've grown. Like, I sometimes during busy season, I can't, you know, I have to turn down people. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people call me, and they're like, oh, can you hook me up or give me this price? I'm like, Dude, no, man. Yeah, that's the tough part. I, I hate to say, part. you know, people want to, but I can't because, yeah, I'm hooking we you up. We get a lot of that, too. I'm Well, I'm hooking you up, but I'm, and then I have to turn down this guy that's right paying full price and going to give me a big tip. Well, you, I'm just hooking you up, and you're going to give me, like, 20 bucks, and I have to clean, like, 20. You know, I hate yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? People yeah. don't see that part. I'm to the point where when people, I get people, like, price shoppers. Mm-hmm. I don't even like. I don't even entertain him. Like, oh, that's what it is, and I, yeah, I just, and I'd rather not even go fishing. I that's to why it's important it's too. Me, but really, no. But that's why it's really important too that if you do get invited on a boat, right? Yeah. And, I mean, don't be that guy. It, like, help Does out. It, help out. Don't, don't leave yeah. until you're it, you're yeah. cleared to leave. Boats don't run on thanks. Yeah, exactly, and they don't you know, clean themselves. There's no you know, self cleaning mode like your oven. Right. Okay? Not <laughs> to say that you're going to actually have to pay gas money, but you should yeah. always offer. Yeah. Right. And you should always, you know, help to clean the rods, especially. And, yeah. you know, it helps you clean the boat and leave it the way you found it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was, it was funny because I listened to uh, Gale Force, the 61, whatever the Gale mm-hmm. Force doing, girls had you. They were they, in here this morning, too. Oh, were they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So They're I, in here all I the was time. listening to their podcast, the other, whatever, the, the one recently they did on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And they were saying how they backed away from the charter business because people don't realize, like, there's two hours of work prior to the charter, right. sometimes the night before or the day before, like I'm going to do tomorrow. Um, and there's an hour to two hours of work after, you know, yeah. the boat, like I said. Another issue that they and, were having, too, was because of who they are yeah. and how they look and yeah. they're adorable. Yeah. They were having a lot of um, guys booking charters and then like hitting on them yeah. during the charter thinking I'm going to book them and I'll have them on the water yeah, and I can yeah, try yeah. to maybe see if we can make something happen while we're under water uh, or they're gotcha. or they got like the dad that says oh I want to bring my daughter fishing yeah. and then it turns into like the daughter no you just stay there and daddy's fishing kind of thing and mm. makes them uncomfortable and so they had a lot of circumstances that were awkward yeah that I they bet. really it was easier for them yeah. and they're so popular on YouTube yeah that it was just like well we're I wish doing I, well here, you know what I mean. And why do yeah. I got to put myself through the trouble? Or, yeah, I seriously wish I had your talent. That editing stuff, you guys blow my mind with that. Like I saw that John's great, that, isn't he? Yeah, I watched that Gator video. Like Tim, did you yeah. see the one he did for Real Deal Bait and Tackle? The, the oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, you did that one. Too? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I did that one for him. Yeah. If I wish I would, let, people are like, oh, why don't you do a YouTuber? This and that. I'm like, a, 
I'm by myself on the boat. I don't have time to film. Light stuff bulb just went off over my head. We'll talk about it after the show. It would it would literally take me weeks to produce. It's a lot of I time mean, that yeah, goes into absolutely. Too. But you're I'm sure you get quick at it. But I'm not yeah. a computer guy to begin with. Like I get frustrated. And I try to edit one video, and it was horrible. And I'm like, man, this is too much time and energy. I'm out. Like, I'm yeah. out. So John does such a great job. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no, in fact, great. actually, if you're looking for anyone to edit your videos or do any kind of video for work in the brand in the business, yeah, John. John, please do yourself a favor and put Hit up your contact up. information yeah, right John now. I'll plug myself. Yeah. Post. Yeah. Whatever. Follow and I get, I'm going to get, get. You know what? I'm going to give another shout out to John. All right. And this is this is the John moment. Okay. Buckle up, buddy. Here it comes. All the love. I'm late. This guy's incredible. He, is. He, he really is. I love him to death. I mean, he he's like not only he's a friend, you know what I mean. We've t- discussed this before, um, but he's a hard worker, super super talented. He's just one of the nicest guys I know. He, he really is, and he's just always like willing to like, you know, concept and do stuff and just you know, you're amazing, John. Really, and and you were you were an asset to this program. You were an asset to the studio, um, and you know. We hope you never leave. So, I appreciate it. Yeah. So I mean, I really do. We're lucky to have you. Really. I mean, and I and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, without crying. <laughs> it's the room. It's freaking room. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. It's true. You know it is. So yeah. all right. Nope. So I, I I really do mean. Well, that, I can John. attest. You're, he's definitely gotten yeah. better since you've showed up. Right. He <laughs> <laughs> was a nothing when All I right, started. On that one, <laughs> on that one, we're we're gonna say, you know, we're gonna. I want to say, um, it, it is five o'clock. I do have to coach a um, Sienna's basketball game tonight in about an that, hour. So I, it gives me an hour to sober up. They're gonna be like, "Is the coach uh, drunk? Is, <laughs> why does his breath stink? Why does he smell like rum? <laughs> why is he talking like Jack Sparrow? <laughs> it's the rum. No, you gotta dunk, throw it in the uh, in the basket it's thing. It's the rum. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Oh, Papa's Pilar. Yeah, no, you Papa's do it again. Um, I do want to mention. So we forgot to mention Ben Espinosa's comment. Yeah. About. Um, when we came up with questions that we forgot to ask his question. It I wasn't d- really a question. Wasn't it was really more question. like comment. He said, uh, what did he say? Yeah. Just be careful. Be with Dennis. He said, bring a sober driver going home <laughs> because you like champagne. Ah, uh, see, I knew there was a backstory. I'm like, champagne. So Captain John Van Dalen like from the Singularis. Yeah. Um, he came in uh, with two bottles of this Ooh. one morning. Within a box of Jupiter Donuts. Yes. And uh, then two bottles of champagne, and we drank mimosas, and so that's sort of the champagne thing. So I See, had him sign brunch. it. Brunch. So it's is, okay if there's is, orange this juice This is the in fanciest it. thing we've ever it's drank like, It's like show. a screwdriver. People are like, oh, you're drinking vodka in the morning? This is orange juice in it. Relax. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like a Bloody Mary. It's Seriously, not drinking it's, if it's a Bloody it's Mary. It's just a sophisticated breakfast. That's yeah. all it is. That's it. So, all right, cool. All right. Uh, anything else you want to mention while you're here? No. Thank yeah. you for having yeah. me. You guys are awesome. Love you know, watch. I love listening to them. I wish I could, like I said, these trips, these long drives I've been doing to go hunting and stuff have been awesome because I, I yeah. pop it on YouTube, listen over the truck, and just roll. And we have good. to have a big party for the 100th episode, I think. What are we at? 60 what? 64. 64? This 64? is 63. 63. This is 63. 62 has been, yeah. yeah so, but we got a really hot lineup coming up here for the remainder of the year as well. It's awesome. Um... And um, some interesting people coming on. We're going to have um, the Florida Insider Report guys, the oh. Rick Murphy and Bree and cool. Dave Farrell coming awesome. back on. Dave's been on the show before. Yeah. Bree's and, a Boynton um, resident. 
Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, we just got a great lineup. You know, we got Tiny coming on soon. He's going to tell his story about the Rapscallion and and then, you know, geez, a whole bunch of people that I, I'm drawing a blank on. The George is coming again. And George with, is coming again with Debbie Hansen next week. Yeah. And then John Lose and those guys are coming on. They're going to talk about some of the the things they're doing to fix Fort Lauderdale's waterways and. You know, and we, we got some we got some other good great guests. More water here. main breaks. Yep. Yeah, and, and we're gonna start teasing that we're gonna have bombshell coming on for our special Christmas episode. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And uh Fly's coming back on for our pre Christmas episode. So we're gonna do we usually like to do two Christmas episodes. Nice. Um so leading up leading all the way up in there. So and awesome we got a really fun show. We we yeah. and we'll be Love announcing it. the whole thing and we're gonna start migrating the show over to the store. I think that's how we're going to do it. We haven't figured out how we're going to change the room yet. But, a lot of stuff to move. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do all right. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out. Um, but the bottom line is we will still be delivering the show um, top-notch. As always. Um, yeah, as, so just we want to remind people we are just setting up a temporary pop-up store for the next six months, I think, or so, while we're building out the new, bigger, wider location. Cool. If we're super excited about it, I'm super stressed about it, but... Positive stress. Positive stress. And then um, that's it. Any announcements we want to make? We want to say just our usual. FFMD. FFMD. Thank you, John. Um, So if uh, you have not bought your raffle tickets for the Fishing for Muscular Uh, Dystrophy raffle, right? Everyone's got to buy your tickets. Don't do it for the vehicle. Don't do it for the boat. Don't do it for the golf cart. Just a plus. We wrapped them all, and <laughs> we designed all the wraps for those. We we collabed with Signzu on that. We did all the wrap designs for those. Um, we're super proud of that, um, but we're more proud of the people that run that organization. We're more proud of the people that the action money goes to because all the money goes to the kids. Um, Paul Robertson um, has crafted a gem with this organization. Um, Tiffany Tollettson is the uh, the fuel that runs it. Um, she's an amazing person. She does an amazing job. Um, support this. We got about, I'm going to take a stab at it and say about 38, 35 days left in this raffle, yeah, something like that. that. Um, and it's in the grand scheme of things, not a ton of money for you to make a difference. Exactly. Um, so please support fishing for muscular dystrophy. I'm going to say this till I'm blue in the face for every episode going forward. Um, and I'm surprised I actually didn't lead off with it on this, on this show, but I think I was too distracted by our move. Um, and then um, any other causes we want to support? We got the Fish for the Cure come tor- tournament coming up here soon. Locally, that got delayed uh, because of the hurricane, or the fake hurricane. Um, yep. That that ran through the Keys. Well, it wasn't a fake one there, but the dust them off. You got yeah. coming up. And the dust them off yep. coming up. We had Ben coming on, and yep. that goes and that benefits the Mahogany uh, and Foundation. Tenth. I know it's in advance for the Boynton Firefighters Fishing Tournament. What's that tournament? Shh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you were making art for that thing before you were an artist. Yes. So proud of this tournament. I know. We've been associated with it from yep. forever, and we will be forever yep. also. So. Awesome. Um, we appreciate it. Yeah, so we got April 10th. Awesome You've yep. already set the date for it? We have, because um, uh, the— Last year got canceled. Last year got canceled. Because you know what. You know, yeah. yeah, and hopefully this year's ago we were planning on it. Uh, We—there's, uh, you know, it— We've, you know, we've been, I think this is like the 16th year. Crazy. Wow. Yeah. I think it's going to be 15th or 16th year. Wow. Um, and it's, it's crazy. It's gotten to that point because I was actually helping with the tournament prior to even starting at the fire department in Boynton beach. And, uh, 
now it's just gotten huge. And mm-hmm. now it's pretty cool because people that are running other tournaments that time of year will call me and the other guy, Jim Witt, and Jim Witt, Jim. And, and they're like, hey, when is your tournament? Because we don't want it on the same weekend as your tournament because we won't have the boats fish ours because they know they'll fish yours. I'm like, it's pretty cool. you know. We we've, Well, it basically kicks off meat season. Yeah, it's right. It's, the it's like the first. It's the first. It yeah, it's the dust them off what, of meat season. Exactly, and that's what we we I and we didn't call it the dust them off, but it's a, it's basically the dust them off of meat season. Yeah, it's really early. There's always a handful of giant kings caught. You know, mm-hmm. um, and it's a blast. You know, usually I try to make it where the moon coincides with you know the giants showing up somewhere. You know, so there's always some 50, 60 pound kings caught. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the chili cook-off's awesome. We have 20 chili teams every year. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, you should get more. I'm like, that's enough. We don't even have that's a lot. More. It's a lot. It, yeah, it's a lot. To be honest with you, by the time if you go taste chili from the time you start to the end, you, you're canning by the yeah. Your palate's going to be you're ruined. Done. You're done. You, yeah. You're so full that you know. Um. So yeah, great event. Yep. Absolutely. Great artist. <laughs> so <laughs> we got um. Yeah. There's a. It, he's all right though. That artist that works that's yeah, he's all right. So um we got uh so we got that, we got Fish for the Cure, we got Dust Him Off, we got oh um the Jimmy Johnson crew announced the Atlantic City tournament this morning. Oh really? Yep. Nice. So they did their entire press conference. Um and again I have to remind you we record this on Tuesdays and air them on Fridays. Um, so yes, we are maybe about three days late with that comment, but I'm going to make it as it happened this morning anyway. So nobody's going to comment on going pilchard fishing with me tomorrow. <laughs> I was no. trying to get it to a vast majority, get somebody to go. I would go. Uh, yeah, but yeah. You're, so you act like you're busy, but I got a meeting. Yeah, sure. Likely. Still. I, I would go too, but I have so much shit to edit. I really would. I love yeah. bait fishing. This is everybody's. Excuse. I'm not kidding. Everybody's I'm not kidding. Excuse. No, I'm not I kidding. Love bait fishing. Uh, I would go in a, yeah. in a heartbeat. You kidding me? I'd go out there with like not getting my ass kicked like on the inside and just yeah. like just oh yeah, just pulling up a bunch of that's it, just cultures and so yeah, and, yeah, on deck, yeah, kicking them in. Don't do that. It's funny. That's the only type of fishing my wife likes. Likes is bait fishing. Yeah. She's constant, constant action. action. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Uh, that's funny. So they announced right. Atlantic City. Cool. Um, which is huge, and then um, you know, and then we got you know. Jamie's circuit, and we got you know the invitational. Well, the invitational is this week, so by the time this airs, the invitational is going to be already started. But um, we got that going on. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. We were actually just talking about how we're going to have that either because it's supposed to be 30 knot winds again. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be generally tough. This this, week. I mean, selfish tournaments generally the boats are bigger and these guys are ready for that. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Old, yeah old, old so regardless, though, we got the invitational, I and there's a lot of money up for grabs, though. Yeah, yeah. So, no, absolutely. Yeah, and there's a lot of money up for grabs, and then um. You know, and then we're in we're in the sailfish season. Full swing coming yeah. up right now. So, so trash it's, it's, bags, it's hefty bags, it's bigger kite baits. Yep. So if anybody wants to book any sailfish trips with you, where do they go? Uh, you can go to my website, lemuefishingcharters mm-hmm. dot com, mm-hmm. or if you want to go to Instagram, Captain Chris Lemieux, C A P T Chris Lemieux. Awesome, awesome. Yep. And Lemieux is L E M I E U X. Yep. So. All right, cool. Yeah. And then we're gonna make a video, right? Yeah, that was the, that was my light bulb idea. I'm in. So we'll make you a video. Just tell me. Yeah. All right. Cool. Awesome. Um, if you're in the market for a truck or a vehicle, <laughs> I got a guy. You want to dodge? I want to dodge. Nah. You go to Joey Cardi Chrysler yeah, Dodge Jeep Ram. Right. He can hook you up. That's it. Right. Um, in fact, um, all those guys can hook you up. They're amazing. They do a great job. 
Best price, best selection, best service. We're super proud to be associated with Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Um, in fact, I'm up for a new vehicle. Nice. Yes, we uh, have to turn in my wife's vehicle, my wife's little truck. and um, The Tacoma? Yeah, so we are going to try to get her into either a Jeep Grand Cherokee or she, um, no, she likes the Grand Cherokee. Mm, yeah, nice. She likes the Durango too, but I think she likes that Grand about Cherokee. about new Jeep that they just came out with? Well, that's what I was going to say, but she's got her eye on that. The wagon, what is yeah. it called? The wagon, something wagon? Well, they, they have the Grand Wagoneer. I, th- I heard through the grapevine they were coming out with that again. The Grand Wagoneer. They just released, one, they right? just released the badass looking Jeep. I don't know what it was called. Right, well, maybe that's what Maybe it was. we can find a picture of that and then throw it, yeah. throw, and throw it up. Right. So listen, for what Liz puts up with you, you just get that girl, whatever she wants. Okay? She needs it. She needs <laughs> it. Don't worry. My wife's been bugging me for a new car too. So I can't talk too much because she's going to listen to this. She's like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. You should buy Liz whatever she wants. What about me? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Now that goes. So, <laughs> so we got to, uh, we, we, we got to go over there and uh, pay them a visit, which is good. My, cool. tr- my truck is due for service. so You know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. And also, if you're hungry, and I know you are, please run over to Papa's Raw Bar out there in Lighthouse Point. Go see oh, Troy yeah. and Cassie. Awesome. And you can order something off the Connected by Water-inspired sushi menu. Ooh. All right. So we officially have our own sushi menu over there at Papa's Raw Bar. And um, there's a lot of things um, that were added um, this week, uh, from our good friends over at um, Pelagic, they got a Pelagic roll and the bombshell roll. And, um, you know, we play nice with all those guys. We love them. Awesome. Um, and, um, yeah, I wish it, it was closer to me. It's just like I said, it's the best. I mean, it's a hike for me, you know? Like, you know, I'm just I, like a guy when I go out to dinner and eat and drink, and I just don't want to be far from home, you know? I can tell <laughs> you one 40 thing. 40 minute right? drive. I'm like, yeah. The one thing about their sushi rolls to me. Is that you eat sushi and be like, oh, that didn't fill me up. You know yeah. what I mean? Their rolls fill you up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't skimp. I mean, those are like, yeah. seriously, it's a meal. Yeah. Like for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And cool. And also, I want to remind everyone go to connectedbywater.com, check out our site, check out our goods. We're full on into Christmas season now. 100%. You know, and so we're all about, you know, you're thinking about gifts. Um, if you want to do anything special, give us a call. We could do some custom work for you. Yep. We are running a little tight on doing custom artwork for holiday season, so get your orders in quickly. And um, and I think uh, I think that might be all of our our announcements here. Um, okay, we're good. Papa's player always reminds you to never be a spectator. All right, we're gonna show a little always love. Always drink from like little, a pirate. Always drink from like a pirate. So we're gonna show a little early love on that one. Yeah. That was your hint number two. <laughs> so, all right, cool. No matter where we are, no matter what we're doing. Make sure you're always living a life that's connected by water, my friend. Thank you, Crystal Mew. Thanks for having me. Through the Blackwater bayous and in the dark Louisiana night floats a duck camp, alive with the sounds of swamp pop and the smells of Cajun cooking. From the Mississippi Delta in Venice to the Cajun prairies of the Southwest, me and the duck camp dinners crew will be hunting and eating it all. This is Duck Camp Dinner. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern, presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.